thing that I am missing. Now recording. And oh. I don't know how to fix it myself in Fantasy Grounds because I don't use it enough. I have two out of my three first level spells, and my third one was going to be Cure Wounds. Um, I can add that for you. If you, um, if you, if you open the library, so over on the right, you should be able to see the library or, or there may, you may see an item specifically for spells, but if you open the library, then you can pick spells from the top. If you loaded the player's handbook. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, thought, I hope so. <laughs> but, but, yeah, so the, I think he has to as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but, but I think what, I'm figuring that out slowly. What was the spell that you wanted? Cure wounds. Cure wounds. How do I sound now, guys? Better. Much better. If you spell wounds with an L instead of an N, it doesn't find it. That's interesting. I must be really tired because I could have just worn Darkwing's voice just sounded like the one of the guys I play with bi-weekly in one of my games. As this game may goes on, I very well may pick up your accent, so I'm not mocking you. I'm just, I've got problems because I've traveled so much. No, you sound like one of my friend's mistakes. Like, your voice and his voice sound the same. So if I end up calling you his name, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I'm sure there's worse things you could call me. So David, I ended up having to almost rebuild Bridget. I took away her background, her um, class, and built her up from first level. It just didn't come over from Fantasy Grand, uh, from D and D Beyond very well. Yeah, that was crazy. I actually was going to try to do to rebuild uh, the character, <laughs> and I was spending time rebuilding a couple of encounters that got crunched somehow. And then uh, I spent a bunch of time this afternoon fixing one of my maps. Uh, that I didn't like, so I wasted a bunch of time redoing the map, so I never got around to rebuilding her. Sorry about that. Well, it was fun. I've never done it before in Fantasy Grounds, so I figured out how to do it and drag it all in. Yeah, good. She was 10th level for a minute. I had to Ooh. break her all down. <laughs> well, when, I, when I first had imported her, she had 302 hit points, so uh, who knows? <laughs> it doesn't what, sound like a problem to me. Yeah, who knows what, what was going on with that import thing. <laughs> 300 hit points? Wow, at level 5? <laughs> I think it's because I manually overrode because we rolled ourselves. Yeah, could and be. I might have combined the a roll with a, my manual. <laughs> Use used as a multiplier or something.
So Dave started the recording already, but one of the things I thought we could do uh, before we actually start is have everybody introduce themselves because I know, uh, well, for one, I'm I, I know everybody's that's playing on the game tonight, but <laughs> or at least you know uh, vir- virtually. Um, but uh, uh, I know when you're a listener, sometimes it's hard to pick up everybody's names and what their characters are. So if we I figure if we go through and try to do the uh, go around the table type thing, and let I have no idea if anybody will listen to this, but in case somebody does, it'll make maybe it'll make life easier for them and and help anybody who's not familiar with everyone else to to figure out who they are. Because now now that we have seven, that's a lot of people to try to keep track of. Call us out. I think Dave is taking a break, so. And it's actually not even quite 11 yet, so got a minute or two. Splitting hairs over a minute. I see how this is. Hello? Hello? Oh, I've been here. It just hasn't been working. My mic stopped working. Huh. <laughs> I'm back. I, I never got to take my break because I had to add all the spells back to back news, so. I haven't left yet. <laughs> I I just need uh, a minute to run upstairs and come back. I just need to give Baphnis one more spell. Uh, there's no spell bans, right? Like everything's okay, or or uh, am I on the Theria spell list? Or no, no. There's the this is definitely not Theria. All right, I'll just grab stuff that I want. Then it'll be good. Uh, this sounds fun. There we go. All right. I got all the broken spells. So, all right. I'll be back in two minutes. Um. So I see Unsalted Chick-fil-A Death Rise is here. I actually don't know what your name is. And if you don't want to say it, that's fine. But No, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm John. John, okay. Yeah. This is David. That means we have to behave ourselves because he's our kid. (laughs) (laughs) Don't want to get in trouble. The other thing that we get the advantage of for everybody introducing themselves is I don't have to try to guess on a couple of these name pronunciations, so that's a that's a benefit. <laughs> I think poor Leo was struggling in the game we played in last night. <laughs> some of the we we had some crazy names in that that game that was interesting. And I'm not the best on pronunciation to begin with. So that was fun. Numok, Numupuk, whatever. The funny, <laughs> the funny thing about that name is 
it's actually the middle name of the composer that I named the character after. So. Next time, really? you run, next time you run a game like this, just be like, and I name your characters. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I have one in one of the groups I run. His name is Groheek, but I couldn't say it to begin with. So I could have called him Gronk half the time. I'm back. All right. I don't think I've heard Mark. Has Mark said anything? Uh, I said something a little earlier, but. I think okay. someone else was talking at the same time. And then Face Grizzly. I don't think I've heard Face Grizzly. I'm here. And I actually don't know what your your honest goodness name is, but again, you don't have to say it for whatever. <laughs> it's uh, it's Adam. Adam, okay. Oh, he's a troublemaker. That's definitely me. I think Leia is trying to finish up setting up her character. I'm not sure. No, it turns out that I didn't realize I didn't have the right thing downloaded until after I realized you were running Unity. So when huh. I tried to run it to update at the same time I was running in Dave's game, it didn't want to run because both versions can't run at the same time. So now it's doing its freaking updates and taking forever. Okay. So y'all can go on and I'll try to jump in when I get ready. Okay. Well, I, th I think that'll work because um, that's, there's a little introductory portion to this anyhow, and then we can, we can start uh, getting, getting started and then you can get your character pulled together as, as we're getting started. And, and uh, uh, I, th I think that'll work fine. So uh, is everybody pretty much ready to start other than, other than layout? Yep. Yep. Okay. Well, so let's uh, let's go around the table, and uh, everybody can introduce themselves. Uh, uh, my name's David. Uh, I'm going to be the dungeon master. We'll see how that works. Um, we'll be playing D and D five E. Uh, and uh, Brian, can you introduce yourself? Well, I'm Brian. I am playing. Uh the new wild magic barbarian that has yet to come out. Uh, her name is Bridget, Bridget Teodotter. Uh She dual wields her favorite pair of axes, fire and ice. And she likes to throw me. Did you get those, those axes set, set correctly? Yeah, I think so. All right, perfect. All right, uh, John. Hi, I'm John. I'm going to be playing Laxtalith Demir in the Dragonborn Paladin. Okay, yes. Darkwing. Hey, I'm Darkwing or Keegan. I'm playing Salveris, the Human Paladin. And Dave. Hi, I'm Dave, Math Guy Dave, and I'm playing. Bathniz, who is not Banfis, if anyone out there knows Banfis, is Bathniz. And Bathniz <laughs> is a gnome wizard. And uh, he's really quick on the draw. 
Okay, and Adam? We'll be playing Delvin Down, the uh, half high elf ranger. And uh, Leia? Hi, I'm Leia, and I kind of am just rolling a character as we speak, so I either I'm going to be a ranger or a monk when I get my sheet made. Named Sophia Walden? Yeah, Walden. That's what I said. Okay. Yep. And last but not least, Mark. All right. Uh, my name's Mark, and I'm playing Brother Bjorn, who is a monk, Way of Mercy, which is in the Unearthed Arcana right now. And okay. he's, a, he's a halfling. Oh, that's right. So, Brother Bjorn, that was the BR. Every time I saw the BR, I, I thought, oh, is that short for Bokter? No. <laughs> that's all I could think in my head. I'm like, that's definitely not what it is. I, I was looking forward to pronouncing just Burr, you know. Why not? That's good. That's a good name. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, so uh, we'll go ahead and do a little bit of an introduction. The uh, the the way I describe this game is it's it's a, a little bit of a dungeon crawl with an emphasis on on crawl. So we're going to be actually going through uh, some caves on our way to. Uh, hopefully retrieve a very uh, very interesting item uh, that's uh, in a uh, uh, keep that has fallen apart to a great extent. Uh, and we'll talk a little bit about why that might be falling apart as, as we get, get going. But uh, you guys have all been recruited by um, a nice fellow that uh, you met at a, uh, uh, a bar. Um, when, when you first came into into town, uh, his name was Luke uh, Uppen, and uh, he he uh, rather liked uh, Delvin Down's name as well. So he thought that was a that was kind of an interesting pairing. But anyhow, he he told you that there's this uh, this strange fellow named Rockman who is looking to hire some some you know quality adventurers to go fetch an item for him. And he's going to, he's willing to pay them quite well. Um, and it's, it's a risky, risky adventure, but he's going to, he's going to help them out a little bit. So you guys are uh, on the way to uh, go meet him, actually. So you're heading out of town and there's this, uh, this interesting keep on the outside of the town. And rumor has it that, uh, you know, was built by uh, some powerful wizard or some, some kind of uh, crazy guy who was really, really into clocks and you'll see something that you may have never seen anywhere else before in this world, which is a very tall and very intricate uh, clock tower at the top of his, of this keep. And uh, it turns out that's going to be part of what you're going to be in investigating. So uh, as you get closer to the keep, you'll see that a lot of the entrances are either completely destroyed or partially destroyed. And uh, there's a lot of rubble and, and, uh, getting into the keep through the, the main entrances is now pretty much impossible. So uh, uh, you're, you're, you've been instructed to meet Rachman at the entrance to a cave that's uh, near, or sort of down below the keep. So you're going to be 
instead of crawling down into a dungeon, you're actually going to be crawling up through a dungeon or a series of caves to try to get to the keep. So as you approach, um, you'll see... Um, okay, let me pull this up real quick. You will see a fellow standing out not too far away. Uh, and he's going to have a kind of an unusual look to him. And I'm going to share this, his image with you, I hope. Go. And let me know if you have any trouble seeing that. Uh, and you're going to see that he's he's the, not a typical person that you may have seen before. He's, uh, he's going to have a very nice robe. Uh, robes wrapped around him. He's holding a very tall staff. In fact, the, the staff is something like eight, eight and a half feet tall, very tall staff. Um, but the, the really unusual thing about him is that he has uh, what appears to be essentially a bird face. And in fact, he's a, an un, unusual race in this, in this area, at least. Uh, he's a raven folk. And he's going to come over to you and uh, say, um, uh, good afternoon. I, I assume you, you are the, uh, the party that uh, uh, I'm, I'm hiring to, to do some work for me. Is that correct? That's what yes. we've been told. This guy Luke told us you wanted to hire us. You'd pay yes. well. Yes, Luke's an, Luke's an excellent uh, an excellent barkeep. I'm glad he was able to contact you. Um, I've, I've been you know doing some investigating around this this keep for for a while it turns out uh, that there's a, a special kind of magic that uh, that I like to specialize in uh, and the person that created this keep uh, hundreds of years ago apparently uh, more or less invented this type of magic and he had a very special magic wand that I'm quite interested in obtaining and so that's why I'd like to hire you and um, the, the the tricky part is that getting into this keep is not so not so easy. If it was just you know walk in and find this, uh, I'd of course do it myself. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, due to some recent uh, seismic activity, there have been a lot of cave-ins and and walls have fallen and entrances have collapsed. And uh, I have done quite a bit of investigation and and have determined that there's really not a not a sensible way to get in from above. But I've learned that you can get in from this cave here. So um, I'm willing to pay each of you 500 gold to go in and uh, investigate and try to find this wand for me. Uh, now, the only thing I'm really interested in in, this, in this, this whole keep is that wand. So anything else that you find, you're more than welcome to keep for yourselves. Uh, you know, I, I have no no real interest in it. I think there may very well be some very valuable items. Uh, I can't guarantee that, but uh, that's the expectation. But at a minimum, you would uh, certainly get the 500 gold each uh, from me. Um, uh, any questions? I got, a, I got one question for you, sir. Uh, uh, are we looking at any kind of a time frame that we need to get this done? Because... Uh, you know, once we start going up into these tunnels, there's no telling how long that's going to take. Well, that you know, that's that's a that's a particularly good question because 
I mentioned the seismic activity, and, and uh, I don't know how much longer these caves are going to remain stable, and, and I don't know how much longer the entire uh, keep is going to remain stable. So uh, time is definitely of the essence. I would not want uh, to take too long getting in and out of there. Uh, could could be risky if you if you stay too long. Uh, good, good, good. That's that's uh, that's good to know. Um, <clears throat> Is there anyone else that we should know of that might already have gotten in there ahead of us? Uh, well, there, there, you know, there was a another group that I hired. Uh, I don't, I don't think they were as experienced as you. Um, and and they went in, um, and uh, well, to 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 be honest with you, I have never seen them again. So either they came out and uh, just left, or they didn't come out, and they're still there. But uh, if if the latter is the case, I I don't think they're they're still uh, in good shape. Uh, you you may find you may find them on on the way in. I don't know. I see. Well, where, where I come from, there's a saying for that, and uh, it's, uh, you know you don't leave the coleslaw out in the sun if you want to make a cake. So I think we'll be good. I'm not sure about the rest of the folks here, but uh, I, I, I think we can go ahead and get started. I'm not a big fan of this whole shaky rock stuff, but, uh, you know, money, that's, uh, that's the key. We all, got, we all got our own debts to pay. I have one question. Certainly. What is this particular brand of magic that you practice, and what does this wand do? Oh, that's, that's an excellent question, and, and I almost forgot to tell you something. Uh, you, usually I'm very, very good about remembering things, but uh, occasionally I forget things, so it's, it's always good to ask. Uh, yes, the, this, this, this magic is uh, usually referred to as, as clockwork magic. Uh, it involves some interesting, interesting types of spells that are involved in animating things uh, or uh, impacting time in interesting ways. Um, that this particular wand, the reason I'm interested in it is because it's, it provides uh, certain benefits to individuals who practice this, this rare and unusual type of magic. Uh, so for myself, uh, it would be a very valuable item indeed, as you can, as you can imagine. Uh, I, I've done a little research, and there is, there's, it, it also apparently has one additional very, very powerful capability that uh, can only be used uh, as best I can tell, it can only be used once, either per month or once per year. But I, I, I would imagine it's once a month. But uh, apparently, you can use it, uh, and and uh, you may you may you know need to avail yourself of this, uh, depending on what you find. But you can use this uh, this very powerful spell once. Um, to to try to help yourself out. So if if you need to do that, feel free to do that. Other than that, I'm afraid unless you were a you know a, a specialist in clockwork magic, the the wand's probably not of any great value to you. Oh 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 one one other thing I almost forgot. Um, I'm going to uh, send someone. Well, not someone, but something with you because uh, you you may need some help. And I've actually been doing some investigation. Uh, let me uh, introduce you to an interesting little uh, fellow. Um, and he's going to, uh, from underneath his robe, he's going to pull out whoa, something. Whoa, whoa, 
he's going to pull Easy. out something and show it to you. And he says, uh, this, this is uh, what's known as a, uh, a clockwork uh, creature. It's something that uh, I had built by some very skilled uh, artisans. And it's a, it's a, it's a beetle that uh, uh, can fly around, can act like a, an ordinary beetle, but it's actually not alive. It's a, it's a clockwork-driven beetle. But it has some special capabilities. Um, for one, it uh, knows, uh, knows its way around the case because I've actually sent it in. And I can communicate with it to a limited degree. So uh, as you get started, this beetle may be able to help you uh, find your way into certain areas of the, of the, the caves and into the, into the keep. Um, it also may uh, actually help you get out. Uh, whenever you've found the wand, it may be able to help guide you back to me because it, that's uh, one of its capabilities is that uh, when, it's, when it's done with a quest, it uh, can always find me. So that may be something of use. And it, it, it won't, be, won't be a problem for you at all. And in fact, uh, you know, per perhaps uh, uh, one of you would uh, like to just let it rest on your shoulder uh, and then it can fly on its own whenever it needs to and, uh, uh, you know, help you find things. It's, it's, it's quite useful. I'll take the creepy bug. I agree with this guy about the coleslaw. We should get down there. Fair enough. Um, I'm hungry. I need a drink if I'm going to do this. Uh, oh, I, I will warn you that it's a, it's a tight squeeze in some, a few places and, and, uh, uh, you, you there, uh, uh, we didn't really introduce ourselves, but I, I believe, uh, the name I heard was, uh, um, Laxdleth? Was that the name of that, uh? Yes, that yes, that was it. Oh, uh, yes, yes, you're, you're, you're a rather large fellow, and, and, uh, this, this is a sticky, sticky situation, potentially. There's some, uh, I think it's going to be tricky for you to get into in and out in a few places. So I, I have this uh, scroll that I'm going to give to you. And um, this is a scroll that can, and uh, it, it's a spell called enlarge, reduce. And, and you can use that scroll if, if you get stuck someplace, you might, you know, be able to use that to help yourself get out. Uh, just, just, just a precaution. And, and uh, anyone else who uh, might be a little concerned about their size, uh, perhaps use Silvaris. Uh, uh, I have a, a, a large, rather large jar of grease. Uh, you might be able to, you know, use that to get yourself out of a sticky situation. Uh, with that, uh, I think... Um, Oh, 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 one more thing I do have for you. Uh, and this, is, this may help you and may not, I don't know. This is an older uh, map, but I'm going to give you a little map here that uh, at least can guide you through, uh, partway through the, uh, the caverns or give you an introduction to where things are. Uh, again, I don't know how accurate it is. It, it was part of what was created some time ago. The beetle has actually helped me uh, fill in some some spots, but um, you know you can have that, and, and hopefully that'll get you started in, in the right direction. Uh, any, any other no, questions? So, uh, you said this beetle thingy. Uh, 
you weren't lying. That thing is small and interesting. But uh, you said it, it lets you communicate. Uh, does that mean we can communicate with you? Or are you just listening in on us like some weirdo? It's <laughs> well, no. It it it's a it's sort of a limited, a uh, one way communication. Uh, I can I can uh, see where it's going. And I can follow along and see the things that it's seeing, but uh, we don't we don't directly communicate, and I wouldn't be able to communicate directly with you. But um, it it is you know potentially limited on on how far it can communicate, so I won't be able to follow along most most likely for the entire adventure. But um, you know I'll, I'll have some sense, and and if I think uh, I see you getting into too much trouble or something like that, then you know potentially I can. Hire some someone to come, you know, help help you get out. We'll see. Like the last neat, group. So. Uh, well, you know that that last crew, they. I'm not sure what happened to them, so I'm, I'm trying to a, take some additional precautions. Uh, no, the, the beetle didn't go with them. Uh, that's that's mm-hmm. one of the precautions. Again, I, I'm I'm trying to look out for you here, so uh, hopefully okay. we can we can make that all work. So if uh, if uh, if you guys are all, is there any way to do like a, a an insight check to see if he's holding anything back? Like, is he being straight with us? He seems real reasonable, and that uh, that makes me super suspicious. Sure, rolling rolling insight. Wow. Oh. Uh, he, he, he seems that's very a, straightforward. He, that's I'm, a history I'm... check. Oh, wow, okay. Oh, you're right. I apologize, they're real close. He seems historically accurate. <laughs> <laughs> historically. I'm glad to see you've got that plus five in there on that insight, though. That helps. <laughs> <laughs> historically, he's uh, not been as helpful as he might have been with other groups, but he's trying very hard to be helpful with you and, and you know, he seems very straightforward. He he very much wants this wand, and he he wants you to be successful. So he's trying okay. to do whatever he can to make that happen. Now, is the wizard still actively in there, or is he gone? And it's just like the wand is behind. Oh, you know this 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 wizard uh, died uh, probably a hundred hundred and fifty years ago. So he's he's been gone quite some time. The the, the keep's been abandoned for since. Well before anyone who's currently alive in this area can remember. Okay. Okay. Well, good luck, gentlemen and and lady, uh, and ladies. Uh, I wish you all the all the success and hope to see you uh, before long. Oh, I've been muted again. Um. Can can Fastness roll history or arcana to see how much he knows about this wizarding thing? Like the wizard and his history and stuff. Like he he might know something. He's a wizard also. Sure. Which wizard? The Rockman or the one who built the keep? The one who built the keep. He doesn't care about this guy. He's like a middleman. He he doesn't care about this guy at all. (laughs) (laughs) That's why he hasn't been talking to him. He's just ready to move on. Uh, would it be our arcana to know about the magic history of it or, or history? I wasn't sure which way to go. I, I think it would probably just be history at this point. Okay. 
So that's a 17. Okay, yep. Uh, so Baphnis has, has heard of this this wizard and, and he's he's heard of this keep. And it's it's uh most most people just think it's really strange. They didn't think that he was dangerous or evil or or anything like that, that he just was was strange. He had strange interests in uh different subjects, he, even well beyond his magical uh interest and, and and building this clock tower was some sort of a oh it was it was kind of an obsession for him so he, he you know this was like his life's work to to complete this this giant clock tower this thing's very very tall it's like 100 125 feet tall um has these large uh, clock faces um they're very unusual uh, no, you know you've you've really never seen anything like this before um, but that's that's about the extent of what's known he was he was kind of a you know kept to himself didn't cause trouble, just was a kind of an eccentric, unusual fellow. Okay, so I think once they got kind of a, away from this guy, because I think we were leaving him, right? Uh, yeah, you see, so you're you're close to the uh, entrance to this cave in that little map that I gave you. Yeah, okay. Um, the the entrance is there uh, down in the lower lower left side, and uh, you can see there's a stream coming out, and in, in fact, there's uh, you know some water flowing flowing out of the out of the cave and uh, okay. that's where you'll be going in. I'm gonna roll a D6 and decide who uh Baphnis is friends with in the party. Um looks like Silvaris wins. Uh I don't remember who's playing Silvaris. <laughs> I'm sorry, what don't you remember? I don't remember who's playing uh Silvaris. Darkwing, Keegan, you know. Okay. Baphnis likes you, so he's he's gonna turn to Silvaris. Uh well, uh I I've definitely heard of this place. Um actually part of my uh dissertation in magic school had to do with uh history of various rogue and lost wizards from past times. And while I don't really think this guy was that interesting, there might be some valuable things and uh, well, you know I do have a spicy date with Daphne this weekend and I could use the gold. So I suggest that we get along with this and get this job done. It shouldn't be a challenge at all. Exactly. Sounds dangerous. Let's do it. Well said. Well said. Oh gosh, wrong voice. Well said. Oh gosh, I gotta work on my bathroom. Where did it go? Oh my gosh, I'm back to the guy from last night. Alright, I'll I'll refine re myself. But anyway, he agrees. <laughs> Alright. So uh, I, I think sounds like we're ready to uh, uh, proceed into the, into the uh, cave. Yes, we have saved our game. We are preparing to enter the new area. Excellent, excellent. Okay, so the, the beetle will ride along on, uh, uh, now I'm not sure whose shoulder it was, but it doesn't, doesn't matter too Delvin. much. But, oh, okay, good. Um, so he'll ride along on, on the shoulder, um, and you go over to the entrance of this cave, and you'll, you'll notice that there's, as I mentioned, there's water coming out of the cave, and there's, uh, uh, you know, kind of a low entrance. It's 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 not a, a problem for you to get in, certainly, but um, you'll have to. Uh, it looks like you'll have to kind of crawl through this entrance, and and regrettably, it's it's rather muddy around the edges, and uh, as you get 
close, you find out that the, this water doesn't actually smell all that great. It's 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 certainly not a sewer or anything like that, but it's 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 not fresh water. So you're you're gonna not enjoy this first part most likely. So it's not flowing very fast though either, right? Correct. It's 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 there's water coming out, but it's it seems to have picked up some uh, unusual mud. You're not sure what it is. Uh, um, you're, you're welcome to you know. Roll, roll a check of something of nature check or something like that if you if you want to to see if you might might possibly know why this is particularly odd smelling. But if 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 not, that's fine. Do we do we have any nature boys? There we go. Yeah, you have no clue. So no. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. But it, it does it, it does have a, a strange body effect. Well, well, you know, just just as you as you're because you're thinking about it a little bit, you think you know this actually smells a I little a, bit. I have a passive perception of eighteen. I don't know okay. if that would help me pick anything up about the entrance. Um, I mean, there's there's nothing too strange about the entrance. It's 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 pretty straightforward. So I, I think the one thing you would you would sort of get the idea is that. Maybe this this smells a little bit familiar, kind of kind of like a smell that you would have been uh, if if you were around some rotten eggs. Just a uh, yeah, it's just not a not a really nice smell. Okay, do I think the water is going to harm us? Like it's caustic? Uh, no, it doesn't seem to be. I mean, it mostly just seems you know rather uh, thickish. It, it's kind of it's it's not that. Brown. It's not dark, dark brown, but it's kind of whitish, whitish brown. But it does it. I mean, you don't notice anything about it that seems, you know, it's not. It's not hot. It's not burning you or anything like that. It's just not not clean. So I guess I would I would put the put the beetle out, hold the beetle out, and say, "All right, lead lead the way as far as you can." Okay, and and the beetle will. Uh, Fly right on in. Uh, there's enough room for him to fly above the water and and uh, fly along. So he'll he'll move off in in front of you a little ways, and he, he won't he won't take off and leave you. He'll he'll just cruise along and just kind of wait for you to come along. Right, do we Man. have a uh, do we have a traveling order that everyone wants to get into? Uh, I mean, I'm. Decently stealthy. I was. I could scout ahead. All right. Bridget will follow. Keep you safe. Okay. Can I, 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 I shared. shared. Oop, getting a little bit of an echo. I, I shared the uh, another map. It uh, shows the entrance, and, and you can see. Uh, as you you go in the, that low low entrance and and you know there's grass and things growing around so the you know the water's not poisonous certainly. We so, talk yeah. a lot. Let's go. Yep, I would get down and crawl in. Okay, and I assume everyone else is following along. Bridge yep. follows along. Second. Okay, and and as you go in, it's. Uh, it, it's not that difficult to get through. I mean, it's, it's just kind of a little bit sticky and yucky to have to crawl through this thing. And, and you know, there's there's not a lot of, of extra space. You certainly couldn't t- stand up. Um, 
but it's not, you know, you're, you're not crawling completely on your belly. So you're, you're able to make some progress. And as you move, move along, you'll see that it continues this way. Uh, I, I, I believe several of you have dark vision. Uh, is, is anyone? I have du- if... double dark vision. Double dark vision. Bridget have... does not. I have dark vision, I think. I'm what you call human. Yes, I believe there, uh, there are at least two humans. So the, the humans are probably going to want to have some light. And at, at least initially, it's going to be pretty tough to keep a, a torch going because you're sort of slopping through the mud. So you may want to just stay close to one of the other, uh, the other folks that, are, that have you know, the ability to see, maybe you know, grab a hold of an ankle or something like that. How many can't see in the dark? At least two. I can't so, remember in five years. Dragonborn can either. I, I would I would cut some lengths of rope and give them each an end to hold. Wrap it around your wrist a couple times. We don't have any magicians. Looks up and down the group. Where's the magic? Holy magic. I can see in the dark. I don't <laughs> I just saw my character sheet and it disappeared when I went to go put stuff in it. Oh, I think it's still there. Let me see. Uh, yep, I see you. Hey, Baffy, yeah. you have nope. any light magic? Nope, Baffy does not, but uh, he is holding uh, Savaris's hand and guiding him in the in the darkness thank you yeah okay. and and you're, you're it's it's not it's not completely dark yet because you're uh yet you know it's the important word but because you're still you know relatively close to this entrance and even though it's low that you know there's some light coming in um and, and as, as you get a little ways in you'll actually notice that the uh the beetle glows in the dark just a bit not not a lot but uh it can sort of guide you a little bit in terms of uh, being able to see where it's going as it's flying along so you're gonna you're gonna move along and uh, you're gonna uh, advance a little bit further, and as you go, uh, you'll see the the entrance starts to widen out a little bit, and there's a little bit more space maybe on the left side. Um, you still can't you still can't stand up. You're still you know kind of crawling at this point, but um, as you make your way forward after you know 40 50 feet, and and again it's gonna start getting a little bit darker. Um, the area is going to open up a bit, and you're going to see that there's uh, kind of a pool of water uh, that that's out in front of you. And there's right on the edges, there's a very narrow strip that's not water, but it looks like it's going to be difficult to not end up going through this water to, to get started. So what would you like to do? March left. Along the edge. Okay, so yeah, nope. is the is the beetle motioning us one way or the other to the to the right of the pool or to the left? It's actually the, that's a good question because it's it's that's you know it doesn't care about the water and and in fact the the ceiling opens up here over this this pool of water to about well, maybe four feet 
So it's it's flying a little ways above the water, and it's actually just sort of flying out into the middle of the room, um, and and waiting for you guys to to proceed. It's it's, it's in in spite of the fact that uh, Rockmon told you that it might lead you, um, it doesn't seem to be necessarily saying go exactly this way. It's just uh, kind of cruising along, and uh, so so maybe what it's really going to do is try to keep you from getting into too much trouble. But it's larger. With this larger body of water, is it is it still pretty stagnant water, or is there a little bit more movement and waves? Um, this is still it's it's not moving too quickly here. Um, you know, this is this is kind of a little pond that 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 you're at right now. So let let me actually put um, token. Let's see. So I, I just double-checked. I have dark vision at to 90 feet. Okay. And anything that relies on dark vision to see in the dark can't see me. Okay. So, so the, the, the beetle is, is really going to float out sort of into the, you know, 10 or 15 feet out into the, into the, to the center of this, this pond. Um, and, and as it goes out there, and if you can see that, that sort of a distance... Then this is going to open up a little bit more. You'll be able to see a little bit further, and you'll see that it looks like the um, this area opens up in, in at least two directions: one one to the right, and one uh, a little bit more forward to the right. Um, and then there's a little less space to to, to walk on the right, but there's uh, you know it looks like it opens up. It's some, there's some solid ground over towards the left as well. So yeah, did, did we pop a couple torches for people to see? Do we have light magic? I, I think we decided you don't have light magic, but uh, at this point you'd be able to, to light some torches. So after further, after further after so further inspection, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, Bridget lights up a torch. I'm going to get everybody on the on the table, which I forgot to do earlier. Okay. I, I think I think Sophia might be having some problems. Uh oh. I have no idea what is going on. Like, it'll show my sheet, then it'll disappear. Well, there's. It looks like there might be four of you now. Oh, wow. How? <laughs> I don't know. Four? Oh, why? What is going on? Cheater? <laughs> I'm not Benjamin. cheating. I'm just trying to find my sheet. It's like all I see is like the map that we're on. I have it in D&D &D Beyond, but I don't have it here. I'm going to remove these duplicates. And see if we can get you focused in on just one. So you should you should see one that has a has a picture on it. Okay. So uh, I click character to get to it. No, you can actually click on the icon at the top of the screen, and that'll bring up your character sheet. Icon. Click so on you your face. Yeah, picture. Yeah. yeah. If you just double click on your picture, it should bring up your character sheet. Got it. Thank you. <laughs> okay, good. 
of the Beatles going across and kind of toward that second tunnel to the right. He, he he's just sort of hovering out out in the middle. I, I I need to get a token. I forgot to set up a token for the for the beetle. That was not smart. Uh, but he he's he's just sort of uh, maybe uh, ten or fifteen feet in front of the the front of the party at the moment. And, and you guys can feel free to adjust yourselves. I just tossed the tokens out there. So I guess I was I was going to say I guess we would light the torch and maybe I would I would say I can see pretty well and move pretty quietly. Maybe uh, give myself like twenty foot of rope and hold hand one end to the to to Bridget who's carrying the torch. Sounds good. Okay. And uh, Bridget will stealth behind you. Okay. So so roll roll a perception check. Because you can see you can see a, a fair ways in the dark, and now you have some torches lit. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah, you'll you'll notice that there's it's it's it almost looks foggy, um, but it doesn't seem like a, a typical fog. Um, it, it, it's just kind of uh, like some hazy, almost like smog. If you if you uh, are from an area where there's smog, but uh, it, it doesn't necessarily smell all that bad. I mean, it's, you still have that sense of that smell that you had on the way in. But it, it kind of obscures your your dark vision even a little bit because you, you you can see a ways, but you probably can't see as far as you normally would just because of this this kind of haze. Uh, but you you can clearly see that to the right there's a uh, a stream that seems to be coming in, and then up to the right, uh, further up on the right, there's another one that's uh, also looks like the water's coming in, and then over to the left you see a little bit more dry land. So. Uh, what, which which direction would you like to go? Well, I think we would head towards the dry land, so along the the left side of the cavern like this. Would I know what's causing the uh the the smog at all? Um, not necessarily. Uh, at this point, I mean, this... you we had that nature check earlier. Um, yeah, it was pretty low, so it may it just may not be something that you're familiar with. It may you may figure it out uh, soon, but. Uh, right now, it's just kind of a, something that you're not you're not too sure about. Would it be caused by a beast? That seems unlikely. It seems like a lot okay. of a lot of uh, it, it, it. Literally, almost feels like a foggy day, right? Um, you know, it seems like it's it's not just you. You didn't see it out near the entrance of the cave so much, but as you get into here, you you, you definitely see it. And it seems any any direction you look, it it seems to be the same. And and you know, just it. You can certainly see a distance, but it, it obscures your vision as you as it gets a little bit further out. So, Salveras, start... sorry, go ahead. go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Salveras kind of moves towards the entrance to the right and fumbles for a stone or something and chucks it down this path. Okay, and um. So let me open this up just a little bit more. And you'll you'll see that this this actually extends down a ways. Uh, and most likely the stone just lands in the water or maybe it, you know, ricocheted off the walls a little bit. Um, the ceiling in this direction actually seems to open up some. It looks like it's getting getting taller as you you or you're getting higher as you as you look in that direction so you're, you're not not exactly sure but um at least uh from from what you're looking at 
looks like this might be a, an opening to an area that you could actually walk in a little bit more comfortably. But by, by the way, the water, if you're standing out in the water a little bit, the water's not deep. So this is not a, uh, a lot of water. This is just a small amount of water that happens to be pooled here. So maybe, maybe a foot, foot and a half at the deepest as far as you, you've gone so far. All right, well, uh, Brother Bjorn would definitely be following behind. Um, I think it was Delvin and, was it Bridget that you tied off, or did you tie off to Sophia? Bridget. Bridget. Okay, so there's a torch. The torch is where Brother Bjorn is. Uh, Bridget's got the torch, and Bjorn. Okay, so are we splitting the party? One one group going left, one Salveris group going right? Salveris also has a torch. I'm not necessarily splitting the party. I'm not heading down that way. I was just looking. Okay. But, and, and, you know, you, you can go a little bit further and, and see a little bit more, so it's just, uh, it's up to you. So It looks, it looks like you'd, you'd be able to do, you know, walk as you get a little bit further in there, a little more comfortably, but um, and you're not sure about over to the left yet. Well, if Baphnis is going. <laughs> okay. So you guys are you're heading over there a little bit. So we'll we'll figure this out in just a second. So you're gonna see uh on down this area a little bit. It looks like it might open up into a room, and as you see further down, it, it the, the ceiling definitely gets higher. This this looks like a an area that you could walk into. In fact, it looks like it may extend up a fair amount. It looks like uh, you know easily ten or twelve feet uh, at the extent of where you're where you're, where you're looking. What's happening, uh, Delvin? What what are you doing? Are you going to continue on? No, I can see him walking that way, so I'm waiting. I'm waiting to make sure he doesn't wander off in the dark because he has a torch, right? He can't see in the dark. Yes, he's lit a torch by now. Yep. So I'm thinking you're a prime target in the darkness is what my thoughts are, and I'm just waiting to see what he does. Sure. And and you're not you're not hearing anything other than, you know, like trickling of water. You're not hearing any roars or or, you know, beasts or anything like that. Uh uh in fact you're you're not really seeing a whole lot of any any life at all so far. So are you guys uh continuing down to the to that down to the right? Baffinus is. Come on, Sylvia, let's Baffinus see what's down is. here. Now Baffinus has dark vision, correct? Yeah, he does. So how far out can he see? Uh I think it's just like is it sixty feet or sixty? I don't, I'm not sure what standard dark vision is offhand. Okay. Um, I don't, so, you, so you can probably see more like 30 to 40 feet. Okay. So if you move uh, down that direction a little bit further, you're going to actually start to see this area open up a bit. And, uh, oops, didn't quite work the way I wanted it to. You're going to see uh, what looks like a, a pretty good-sized room, and you're actually going to see a little bit of a waterfall. And, and, and what you're seeing on the map is probably an exaggeration. There's not that much water. But you're going to see some, like a, a little waterfall pouring in from above. Um, 
and uh, a pool. <clears throat> and it looks like out in the middle of that pool, there's there's like maybe an island or something. You're not you're not 100 percent sure yet. Hey, uh, Sylvie, Sylvie, I think we should bring the girls here this weekend. This would be a really nice place to bring them for a picnic or something. If it wasn't for this shaking. Well, I'm sure that's a temporary issue that we'll probably solve once we take care of all this wizard nonsense. I think a candlelight dinner here, this would be quite romantic. You, you have a point. Well, of course I do. I always have a point. Anyway, uh, do you see anything on that island over there? I can't quite see from here. Well, why am I talking to you? You can't see anything, of course. And Not he'll, much. He'll he'll turn back to Delvin. Delvin, can you can you see anything on that island? I can't quite make anything out, and I'm I'm worried the water might be too deep for me to try to wade across. Can I scurry out to here and see what else I can see? Absolutely. So you're going to see, and actually, you're going to notice that in this in this area, the air is actually a little bit better. You're going to not see so much so much of the fog in this in this particular area, and and you're you're going to see a pool, and the the water goes around this kind of rock that sticks up. You're not too sure. You know what it is uh, without getting out there and actually looking at it, but it's it's just kind of a, a pillar that sticks up, and, and it turns out the ceiling in this room is is fairly high. It, it must be twenty twenty five feet. Do I see an opening on the far side like this continues on? Uh, if you go in just a little bit further, you probably would be able to see a little further. And g give me a uh, uh, give me a perception check. Yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah, you're, you're going to see. You're, you're definitely going to see a little bit further out here. You're going to see that there's a the the room extends out uh, fifty feet or forty fifty feet, something like that. And you're going to see some you know walls. Um, and this this pool, and, and you're just going to see this 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 rock out in the middle, and it looks like perhaps there's there might be something on top of it. You can't tell exactly what it is. It's a little bit higher than you can see without you know standing there. This 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 extends up maybe uh, six eight feet or something like that. How deep Hold is the water? Yeah, come <laughs> over here. Uh, the the water doesn't appear to be too deep. So again, again, and everywhere in here, this water, you know, that the I, I, the, the big waterfall over on the left is is more like a, a trickle. It's like a, you know, there's water running in, but it's not. It doesn't look that big. I, I had to find a map, so <laughs> this is the best I could do. But it's it's you know, there's there's water coming in, but uh, it's it's not a lot. So the, you would guess the water's probably you know, everywhere you've seen the the deepest the water's been is maybe one one and a half feet. walk across. Bridget will just like walk through the water with her torch in the air to this uh, center island and okay. uh, 
try to get some perches to climb beside. Sure. And, and, and it's not that hard. You, you, you climb up uh, on top and as you uh, get there and then there's still, again, plenty of, plenty of room. And as you get there at the top, you'll actually notice that there is a, uh, a body on the top of this. And it appears to be a very dead, a very dead body. And as you're, as you're taking a look at it, um, So Brother Bjorn would have gone up with with Bridget since uh, since Bridget had the torch. Um, can he do a medicine check? See if he can figure out how this body died. Um, certainly. Uh, while, while you're so, so so are both of you up on top then? Yeah, he's going wherever the torch goes. <laughs> okay, um, then. When you're looking on the top, you're going to see next to the body, uh, and it's, it's very dead. If it, 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 this body has been here for several days at least, doesn't look good. But you're also going to see a strange creature laying next to it, and I'm going to show you what it looks like here. Um, Ew. Ew. And, and while you're looking at that, um, Something's going to happen. If I can get my windows jostled around. Um, something's going to fall from the ceiling, it's going to seem like, and it's going to uh, actually do a little bit of an attack here. And um, so uh, Bridget climbed up first, correct? Yeah, with the torch. Yeah. So we're going to just... Sure, the fire would deter it, right? Uh, could be. Could be. Um, something's going to fall from the ceiling. And... Uh, you're going to be fortunate, and this, this thing is going to land just to the right of you. And it's going to look a lot like this, this other creature. Uh, and it looks like what happens is it it fell down with a very sharp spike and it kind of hit the uh, hit the ground. And it looks like if that actually fell and and hit you, that it would uh, it would do some pretty good damage. Uh, it could it could injure you quite a bit actually. Um, what 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 would you like to do? I'll smack it with the side of my battle axe. Okay, and and you you this is this doesn't seem to be a very aggressive creature other than. Uh, sort of falling at you, and it it it, it ends up in the water, and uh, uh, doesn't seem to have done too well. I think you uh, uh, you you dispatched it rather quickly. Oh, I didn't want to throw it in the water. I wanted to see if it would burn. Oh, okay. I just well, want to smack it with the side of my axe and smash it. Yeah, uh, it. you 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 killed it quite easily, actually. And does it cook? Uh I suppose it uh, it does to whatever extent. I don't know that I'd want to eat it. Yeah, it sizzles up real good. Okay. Yeah. So it's not immune to fire. Nope. Like crap. That thing's ugly. Salvaris's eyes turn to the ceiling, though. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you actually you seem to see a few of these things scattered around on the ceiling, um, and. Uh, you sort of see them wiggling around a little bit as if they may be uh, preparing to 
uh, drop on you again. Uh, I would look up the tunnel and see if I can see a little bit more, but, but possibly tell people to hurry up and cross if I think the tunnel goes up further. Yeah, so you're going to look up this tunnel a little ways, and, and what you're going to end up seeing is a gigantic pile of rubble. Um, it's completely collapsed. Uh, so unfortunately it looks like you could go someplace there, but, uh, it looks like in order to do so, you would have to <clears throat> move, uh, many tons of, of rubble. It looks like the whole, whole tunnel is collapsed on this side. Perfect. So I book it back this way and say, get out. Okay. And, uh, and I, I try you... to avoid and dodge any falling bugs on my way back across. All right. Anybody else, uh, Staying or departing? Well, Bridget would like to look at this waterfall to see if there's any sort of, I don't know, hidden egress. It's it's really uh, uh, the the water's coming out, uh, maybe about four or five feet up above the pool, um, and, and and again, it's the, the picture makes it look like it's a big waterfall. It's really more of a just a trickle of water. And it's really just coming out of a, a kind of a crack in the wall. Okay. Uh, so there's there's nothing really behind the water that you're you know it's obscured. Uh, you 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 can see that quite well. And the, the you know the water's coming out. You're you're not having any problems with that. Did the body have any insignia or uh, equipment of note? Uh, it it just looked like kind of a run of the mill adventurer. Uh, prob probably some someone pretty new to the adventuring game. Um, it might have been, uh, you know, some kind of very mediocre weapon or two. Uh, you know, uh, probably cheap leather armor. You know, that kind of a thing. Not nothing, nothing too too interesting. It probably doesn't smell very good at this point. Probably trying to build up his uh, his resume. Didn't Could work be. out too hot. Man, yep. getting killed by a falling bug has got to be pretty low on the job skills list. <laughs> While all this is happening, Salveris is kind of holding his shield over his head. Okay, and you, you, you've, you've, you guys are sort of on the edge of the room. It looks like these these bugs. When you look up, they were centered a little bit more in the room. So where, where you're at, you don't necessarily see them. Although they're not they're not the easiest things to spot. They they kind of look like cave formation so you're not a not a hundred percent sure uh, nothing nothing's falling on you at the moment at least i've always found it rather silly to try to build up a resume your skills should be self-evident as mine are at all times anyone can easily meet me and know immediately that i'm one of the most skilled wizards in the world uh baffness <laughs> well, that's yet to be seen <laughs> I was just thinking that exact thing. <laughs> yes, Baptist. Could could you roll a perception check, please? <laughs> well, he's not paying a lot of attention. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, yeah, he's got it down. Yep, well, that's good. Okay, so uh, uh, what, what's everyone doing? Well, if you're paying any attention to the chat, Baphnis and Salveris are talking about their weekend plans. Uh oh, yeah. I'm not paying attention to the chat. That's my bad. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the, the backstory is that uh, Baphnis and uh, 
Sylvie are dating uh, elf twins, uh, one of which you can see in Baphnis's photo. Um, but they're identical twins, and we get them mixed up quite often, but we don't care. So <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> we were going to bring okay. them here for a date in this cave with the waterfall. It looked pretty nice until those slug things or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that they're probably not, not, you know, having them drop in for, for a picnic is just not good. So, uh, heading, heading back towards the other direction, or what are you doing? Yep. You know, yeah. Salveris is intentionally waiting for everybody else to get past, though. Okay. So, so as you get over, as, as everyone gets sort of heading back to that other room, uh, I'd actually like, Everyone except for Baphnis to roll a perception check. All right. Let's see if I got my sheet good enough for it to actually roll it. I should be proficient in that. Huh? Did I not click Damn. the right thing? No, I did not. Oh, no, you did. But you yeah, that's all right. Oh, you rolled a one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so oh, nice. we got one more. That's right. Okay, so well, a natural so. twenty and a one from the two people that are standing right next to each other. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Sophia, uh, Brother Bjorn, and uh, Laxlith. Uh, Laxlith, you you notice this first, actually. You you, you notice that when you when you're kind of walking. You feel like a strange, like something's like on uh, attached to your leg, um, and it's it, it. You don't you didn't feel it attaching to your leg, and and, and maybe it's just some mud, uh, but there's something. You, there's like a bump on on the side of your leg that you didn't notice before, um, and I don't know. Do you say anything about that? Uh, he won't say anything, but he'll like lean down to scratch it. Okay, um, and and uh, brother Bjorn. And uh, uh, who was the other person? Oh, uh, Sophia. You'll you'll notice him doing that, and and when he's doing that, you'll you'll think, you know, I I, I feel something as well. Um, uh, and and you kind of take a look at your leg, and and let's see, uh, Brother Bjorn, I think you you probably need some light to be able to make this out. Uh, Sophia, do you have dark vision? Yes, I do. Okay, so you're gonna see if you if you look, uh, you're you're gonna notice that there's some like strange dark clumps uh of what almost looks like mud kind of stuck to your leg and if you try to wipe it off uh it doesn't come off very easily uh, and in fact it looks like it kind of squirms a little bit you leeches uh that uh roll me a nature check Uh, yeah, I think you recognize these as uh, leeches, um, and and these things are not uh, not something that you really want to run into because they they drain your blood over time and kind of take away your energy. And uh, you apparently crawling through this mud has has uh, introduced you to some of them. Uh, do you say anything to anyone else? I would um, when I realized what they were, I would be like. Um... Be careful of leeches. They're everywhere. And she would kind of grimace at that because they're disgusting. 
Okay. And, and do you try to remove them? Yes. I would try to get rid of whichever, whatever's on me <laughs> or how many's on me. I don't know. Okay. And, and you're, you're, if you use a dagger or something, you're, you're able to get them off and yeah. you're going to, you're going to bleed a little bit from when you take them off, but uh, nothing serious. Uh, any, anyone else checking to, to see if they, they have any of these and getting them off? Oh yeah. Bridges uh, didn't check her legs. For sure. And if she sees anything. I'd like to pop a torch and burn mine off. Okay. Oh, that, that's unnecessary. Uh, Bante <laughs> is going to offer his services to uh, burn these off of anyone that's needed. He's a master of firebolts. So. <clears throat> oh, no. Screw that. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't let you near me with a 10-foot pole. Get out of here. Bridge is using her torch. Firebolt. I have my torch going, and I'm keeping a wary eye on the wizard. As you look, as you look back, Baphne's both of his hands are glowing. He has a firebolt in each, and there's these bracers that he's wearing that are also glowing a bright uh, blue color at the same time. It's like if anyone needs help with these leeches, I can certainly remove them for you. All set over here. All good. No leeches. <laughs> are, right, are there are there any on Silvaris? Can I can I do a perception uh, to see if there's any on Silvaris? Uh, certainly, I, I, there's there's there there's almost positively several on all of you. So that's eleven. Since, since you're looking specifically for them, you you definitely see them. All right, uh, hold hold there's still, my friend, and, and I stretch out my arms a bit. <laughs> all right, he's gonna fire off. Uh, how many how many does he see? Because he's gonna shoot firebolts at all of these, and <sighs> he's a he's a keen shot. With the fireballs. <laughs> uh, roll, roll, roll a d six. Okay. Uh, yeah, you see, you see three of them. All right, so we're gonna do one, two, three shots of firebolt. Check it out. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I, I believe those all hit. Okay. Uh, so how, let, let me see how, how precise those, uh, those, those target targets are. I'll, I'll let oh my you. my God, you just killed your friend. <laughs> Worst I'm looking, I'm looking horrified, just like having used my torch to snub out a couple. Uh, I'm like, I'm watching this unfold with a look of. We've done this before to impress the ladies. Um. I don't it's like. I, it's just like when you hold that apple on your head. That's yeah. not impressive. And I throw the javelin at you. Exactly. <laughs> Roll a d20, please, uh, Baphnis. All right. Oh. <laughs> you you uh you you targeted the, the the ones that you had high rolls on. You targeted those pretty effectively, but the. Uh, the one that you only did six damage. The reason that there wasn't as much damage is because pretty much all of that damage uh, was was absorbed by uh, Silvaris. So. No, no, I'm not. I'm not going to accept this. I'm I'm going to pay to fix that roll. I, <laughs> okay. I will not. I will not accept this. Uh, what, what what does the twenty on that d twenty cost me so that I can maintain Bashniz's perfection? I think I it's. I think it's just it, two dollars. Oh, okay. Really? I think it might be five, but I'm, 
I'm not well, sure. I don't, I don't think so. I thought I thought just a regular re-roll was a two dollar one. Yeah, but I wanted twenty for sure. I, yeah, I'm not. He gonna, wanted an auto crit. Oh, you want it? You want a oh. twenty? Oh, yeah. yeah I, I, that that is a five. That's a five dollar uh, one. Okay. I, okay. All right. So if you get a twenty, then you were you were quite spectacularly accurate at, at uh, taking out these uh, leeches and and didn't do any side effect damage. So that was that was quite impressive. Yes, yeah, so Daphnis is going to be uh, masterful at everything that he does if it until I run out of money. So <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> yeah, that goes. All right, so so you guys now you've, you've you've explored one area, and now you now you look. It looks like that was a dead end, sadly. So now there's two two other directions. You'll see that off to the right, uh, towards towards the uh, uh, top of the screen, you can you can go that direction. That opens up a little bit, and and there's a stream running through there. And over to the left, it looks like it's uh, more dry ground. Uh, now there there could be more leeches in the in the water to the right, uh, but maybe not. Maybe they're only near the entrance. So, which way? Oh, it is like ten. It it is ten. So okay. Right. I wouldn't mind some dry ground for a while. I didn't mention it before, but Brother Bjorn would have definitely been uh, removing his leeches also with the help of uh, the torch that. Bridget's carrying. Sure. Yep. No, I, I assume you'll probably all. I, I don't think anybody would want to leave them on, so I'll assume that you're going to take them off unless you tell, tell me otherwise. And, and and they aren't hard to get off once you once you spot them. It's just uh, if you didn't spot them, that was going to be a little bit of an issue. But that's 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 good. So right, everybody, we we had our standby me moment. <laughs> that's all I could think of. At least someone else is as old as I am. That's all that means to me now. I made a Wizard of Oz reference the other day, and everyone just stared at me. And I'm like, "Oh, you'd be young people today." <laughs> so, uh, head, so head, I'm heading up the dry ground. Up, up to the left. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, as you head in there, you'll you'll actually see that this this opens up, and uh, there's there's a good bit more um, uh, vertical clearance here as well, and and you can you can walk normally. So this is actually not bad at all. This is a uh, uh, it almost looks like this area has been uh, cleared out a little bit. That somebody's used it for some purpose. So, uh, is everybody else following along? Uh, I would like to take like an active look, whether it's passive uh, or if I have to kind of be scouting. But I would be looking for tracks. I mean, if it's cleared out at all, would I see any tracks or anything um, having passed by recently or anything like that? Sure, sure. Do an investigation check. Uh, investigation, or can I do survival? Um, survival's fine. Well, yeah, uh, you, you'll actually look at this and say that it's it's this this area is dried out a fair amount, and in fact, as you move forward, um, roll me a perception check as well. Okay, that's good. So, so mo moving this direction, you'll notice that the air is actually clearing out quite a bit, and and it actually feels uh, a good bit warmer. So you're you're getting away from the the dampness of the water, and it feels warmer. But it, it seems more than just that. It's 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 definitely warmer in this area, uh, and and kind of a little bit drier. Um, and and it's also you're you're actually heading uphill a fair amount. You'll you'll as you move through here, it's 
it, it, there's enough uh, vertical clearance here. You can really see, you notice that, that you're, you're moving up. So as you get, you know, 25, 30 feet away from the, from the pool, you're getting up 10 feet or so above the level of that pool. Um, and in fact, uh, if you continue in, you're, you're, you're going to sort of, your view back down is going to be obscured as you, as you sort of look like you're almost heading up into an upper level. So what's the, what's the little clockwork <clears throat> beetle been doing this whole time? He's just cruising along with you, actually. He's he, right so far. He's just sort of trying to figure out what you're doing. I think. Okay, so he's not yeah. leading the way. He's just following the, our lead. Yep. Yeah, okay. I'm start. I'm starting to resent the beetle a little bit. Not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a real smarmy vibe from the beetle. Yeah. Okay, so as you move in, uh, your 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 dark vision is going to work pretty well in this area because it's. Uh, uh, again, the, the air is clear. It's a little, little, little uh, drier. Um, and as you step into this room, you're actually going to see over on the left, <clears throat> you're going to see this thing sticking up out of the ground. Um, and it's, it, it, it's kind of like a, uh, it, it, you know, it's like a rock tower. It's not, not that tall. It's, you know, four or five feet tall, but it's, you know, sticking up out of the ground. I believe I saw this at Family Video last weekend. <laughs> this is an obel, obel, uh, um, I don't know the word. Yes, yes, obelisk. Basilisk. Oh, okay. Okay, and 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 you step. As you step into this room, you'll see, you know, sure enough, this thing uh, is, is sticking up over there. And, and it actually looks like it's been shaken loose a little bit, like it's, uh, you know, it was, it was put here to mark a spot. Um, but maybe this, this activity that's been going on that uh, Rachman mentioned, maybe it's, um, it's shaken it up a little bit. And uh, let's see. How about... Um, I think Brother Bjorn would would try and uh, as soon as he saw, he'd be like, "Ah, this got to be perfect," and he's gonna run over and and scream out parkour and try and do a backflip off of the obelisk. Okay. So what I'd like you to do then is um, when you when you look at this obelisk, you're gonna see that it is is in fact. Uh, it, it looks like maybe it's a gravestone. Uh, that this is this is uh, a, a graveyard. You'll see some some words written on it. And while you're while you're standing there, uh, you're going to realize that over in the corner, there's been these these uh, uh, creatures that you didn't see because they're very cleverly disguised. But um, suddenly, they're going to start to appear. And whoops, I need to. How do I make these guys? properly visible track. Uh, click on the little eyeball icon in the combat tracker. <clears throat> nope, that's not it. Sorry. Oh, this thing. That's right. Yeah. There should be one eyeball up at the top left that'll make them all visible. Uh, there. Okay, yep. Yeah, I want them all visible, so let me do that. And you're going to see scattered around in this room uh, several different kinds of creatures. 
Um, and they, they've been very, they were they, You didn't see them when you first came in because they, they're very clever at holding very still and, and being uh, hard to spot, but they're all going to suddenly show up and they, they don't seem to be uh, uh, taking it too kindly that you're coming in and invading their area. So what I'd like everyone to do is to uh, roll initiative. So right. mid midway through saying parkour, he changes it to parkour. Oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> All right. I I fear this initiative roll. Let's see. Oh, it's messed up. Hold on. I'm gonna fix it. That's a decent roll for me. That's a thirty. I was gonna say, don't you have like a plus a million on your yep. initiative? Yes, plus fifteen. How do you have a plus fifteen? He has every possible thing. He has the alert feat, and he's the chronologist wizard that gets to add his intellect, and he has five int and five dex bonus. So, oh wow! He's the initiative master. That's how he gets all the ladies. He has a lot of initiative. <laughs> Real quick. Real quick. What was the real quick? Sorry, I didn't quite catch that. It's how he gets the ladies. Yeah. Ah, oh, yes. sorry. <laughs> I thought you wanted to take a break or something. <laughs> no. Uh, I was start... making a dumb joke. I'm sorry. No, no, no. You're good. <laughs> I just, I, I'm slow. I didn't hear it. <laughs> I'm very quickly going to need a ruling from Darkwing and uh, Dave on something once my turn happens, which is almost certainly going to be first. It, so, it does it, appear to be first. <laughs> Okay, uh, so first I need from Darkwing, will it annoy you if Baphnis fights combats uh, from your shoulders? No. Okay. <laughs> Not the first time. I mean, right. I alluded to picking you up and putting you on that pedestal earlier. Okay, so he's gonna... Uh, Dave, does that work okay mechanically if I fight from uh, up on top of Savaris's shoulders for the majority of the time? Um, sure. All right, as long as we don't get in a short area where he doesn't fit, right? Yeah, no, there's 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 a fair amount of vertical space here, so you're you're fine. Yeah. All right, so he's going to climb up on uh he's going to use his movement to scale up um Savaris's shoulders and and sit up there with his legs wrapped around tightly. And uh he's going to again summon two shiny bolts of fire, one in each hand. And uh, he's going to target Grimlock 1 and Grimlock 3. And he's going to shoot a firebolt at each one. Okay. So if, if anybody's listening and you're wondering how Baphnis is breaking the rules, we bought magic items and Baphnis bought illusionist bracers that let him cast double cantrips on his turns. So he's going to firebolt. Actually, I, I want to do these separate rolls because I don't. So let me let me uncom un untarget three for now. So he's going at number one, and that's hit. Uh, appears to hit, and that much damage. And then oh. we're going to go back and untarget number one and target number three. And he's going to cast another fireball or firebolt and hit and do 
Yay, much damage. Oh, that's a solid damage. Okay. Uh, that is Bathness's turn. All right. Uh, Devin. I mean, Delvin. Goodness. Um, <laughs> sure. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to step uh, right to here and target the gargoyle. Uh, let's see. And I get, uh, three attacks on my first turn. So I'm going to shoot with the longbow three times. Okay. That hits. Eight damage. Partially resisted. Yep. Uh, so on my... On my second attack, I get to do an extra D8 of damage. Okay. For being a Gloomstalker <clears throat> Ranger. Yep. And uh, I'll take my last shot. Okay. Uh, and then I'll back down this hall just a little bit. Yep, good amount of damage there. Okay, I'll uh, let me. Well, you're not looking that direction right now, so. Okay, that's it. Uh, Bridget. Uh, Bridget's gonna rage. Get effect on. And when Bridget rages as a wild magic uh, barbarian, she has to roll a d8. And see what comes up on her special wild magic table. It is number two. two. So number I did not code this in. So you'll have to tell it. me. You teleport up to 30 feet to an unoccupied space you can see. And until your rage ends, you use its effect again on each of your turns as a bonus action. Wow. So she's going to teleport right Wait. next to, to uh, this gargoyle here. And pound him with the battle axes. All right. Here comes ice. And that was a 16. Did you a target? I did not. I never uh, do. I forget every time. Let's see. And that's gargoyle. Which one? Uh, one. Yeah, the gargoyle one. Uh, that will hit. Excellent. What's the damage? Ouch. Okay. Mm -hmm. Why is that plus 10? Your strength must be 5, right? Then you have range. Yeah. Rage damage on oh, top. Oh, rage, right. Rage and then plus the magic. Plus, I think, extra cold damage. Yeah, and then yep. extra plus one for the magic item. All right, cool. And here comes fire. Same thing. That hits. 18. Wow. All right, Gargoyle 1 is uh, taking a beating. And I've yeah, never right. seen a barbarian teleport, so I'm just like watching in awe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
He's fast. Okay. Silvaris, you're up. Okay, how what how far would you say that Grimlock is to me? Oh, which one? There's a whole bunch. The I'm sorry, the one that is closest to me, I guess. Um, but so that the I, have, I set up a grid to try to match the the grid that's drawn on there. It's 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 not at all perfect. Um, so what would that be? Twenty feet or something? Okay. So he's going to move just a bit. And ready in action. He's going to... You see that he has his whip in his hand. And... He's just going to hit the first thing that gets close enough. Okay. <clears throat> so that's it for now? That's it for now. All right. Sophia, you're up. Okay, Sophia will um move up just a little bit so she can see everyone. Um, let's see. Trying to move my map so I can really see everyone. I think I figured out how to move my map now. Um, I'm gonna target. Right, that's not how I target. That's how I target. Grimlock 4. And... Action. There we go. Fire a longbow at it. Ten damage. Ten damage, nice. And... That's my turn. Okay, so uh, turns it's uh, Grimlock One's turn, and I gotta. These guys are hard to to determine which one is one versus. Sophia doesn't. Uh, does Sophia get a second attack for being level I, five? Oh yeah, I do. Crap, I forgot. I thought that was level six. You got that. Ah. Okay. So, okay. I guess I will target the Grimlock again. Am I still targeted on him? Yeah, I am. Yep, so I never unclicked it. That works. Fire. 24? <laughs> and instant. <Ooh>. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Okay. So Grimlock yeah. 4 is not doing too well. <laughs> All right. So Grimlock 1. Going to... So I'm still not sure which one is which. And I'm not... Where's your cursor over it? Grimlock Number one is, one is down right. near me. Number one is down near me in the corner. Okay. I, for some, because I, I think because I have the masking thing on, it's it's... The cursor doesn't work normally. So, all right. So, yeah, I think number one is it's counterclockwise. It's one, three, two. Okay. So, somebody who's uh, better at this than I am, <laughs> I can't. I can't make the people move because uh, right now my cursor is in 
the mode to like show show the mask areas. So how how do I turn that off without? Uh, 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 I think you click on the padlock at the top, and it should close the lock, and that'll close the map, and then you'd be then uh, you should be able to move your cursor then. You see how it has a little padlock for read only or, or edit? Yeah, but it's. It, I think it's okay. All right, here we go. All right, so he's he's just gonna Grimlock one's gonna run down here. Whoops, and target Silverus, and he's going to see if he can. Oh, I mean, as he stepped close enough, though. Okay, so that's a hit. Go ahead and do damage. And uh, as he ran up, sadly for Grimlock One, he was uh, knocked knocked silly. So that's that's it for Grimlock One. So in that case, it is now Grimlock Two's turn. So Grimlock 2, seeing that his good friend was just taken out, he's going to come down here. One, two, three, four. And he's going to target Savaris. Now, note and... Banfis is on Savaris, so, or Baphnis, so. <laughs> um, I th I th these guys are not the, the, the smartest fellows in the block, so he's probably <laughs> just going to think it. Part of Baphnis Baf Baf is just part of the, uh, the, the package. So okay. he's, he's going to swing away. Target. Whoops. Why is that not working? Uh... Oh, what the heck? Uh, here we go. There we go, finally. And, oh, and he misses. And uh, that's his turn, sadly. So Grimlock 3's turn uh, is up next. And he is over here on the wall. He's going to actually run across one, two, three, right there, and attack Brother Born. Bjorn, excuse me. He can try. And oh, misses terribly. That's not good. Okay. Uh, and then, well, we have a lot of Grimlocks in a row here. Grimlock mm -hmm. four. Four's dead. He, oh, that's right. He's he's uh, not going to do much. So it's uh, brother Bjorn, Bjorn, brother Bjorn's turn. So much for my parkour feet. Now we're going to see how you like my fists. And, oh, we never we never coded in. Uh, it, not that it matters. His unarmed strike is the same as his short sword. So, ah, okay. Um, so he's going to yeah, do... Brother. D6 and unarmed strike. Well, that's right, Smoke. <clears throat> It's uh, not, not going to work too well. 
That's, no. that's not gonna miss. Unless, of course, you want to roll that over again. Nah, monks, man. They got all kinds of stuff to do. Okay. So that's uh, the first, which means he gets to follow it up with, an, uh, with another open handed hit. And that's a hit. That's more effective. For that. So he <laughs> does this, he slaps the death right out of Grimlock 3. He only had uh, one hit point left, so it wasn't going to take a while. <laughs> <laughs> yes, brother, it looks like your hands are better than your feet. <laughs> and they smell better, too. Finger guns! So we come over to Grimlock 2 now. Um, does he have flanking with uh, Yes. Yep, so right. advantage. Right. And second attack. And that'll hit. Oh. Big damage. Right. <laughs> follow up with his bare knuckle. How many, how many of these follow ups do you get? Uh, anytime you, when you take initial attack, you can do a, um, an unarmed attack as a bonus. Okay. So uh, that was a hit, and then this will wrap up all of his turns for this. Ooh. All of his turns for this turn. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and sadly, uh, the Grimlock 2 has, has fallen as well. So um, <clears throat> now down to Gargoyle 1. And Gargoyle 1 has been attacked by this uh, this wild beast from his perspective. So he's going to target right back and say, uh, this is time to, to do some damage here. So, whoops, what happened? Did I target incorrectly? No, it's okay. Um. So uh, Gargoyle actually has two attacks. So first he's going to uh, try to bite. And that's not doing well. I'm not uh, exactly rolling great attack rolls so far. Uh, and now he's going to use his claws. Oh, man. It's ah. a good you thing. You have to get some re-rolls, Dave. Yeah, I know. I'm a <laughs> it's a good thing <laughs> you guys aren't like, rolling well and I'm rolling poorly. Okay, so that's it for Gargoyle 1. So now Gargoyle 2's turn. And he is going to charge over here. One, two, three. I think that's three. And attack Sophia. Okay. And first he's going to do, he's going to go claws first. And uh, not do well. Wow. <laughs> All right. Now, now he's going to completely reverse that with a bite. Crit hit coming. Well, not a crit, but at least he hit. So, going to roll a little bit of damage and do five damage to okay. Sophia. And that's it. So, it's now Laxteth's turn. 
Lex Booth is gonna run right on up over here, and as he runs by Sophia, he's gonna shout, excuse me, and then he's going to slam it with his Warhammer. And... Okay. Oh, that should not be... That should be more than a plus three. That should be... That should be a total of plus nine. Because I have the, the dueling fighting style and also plus four for strength. So huh. death rise. When you're in your actions tab, if you click the magnifying glass next to it, you'd be able to edit it. Okay, okay. I have the same issue. Yeah, the fighting styles don't automatically get coded in. Yeah, okay. And I never I I was gonna go back through all of the characters today and I got Busy with other stuff. I, I, this turned out to be a, a lousy time for this game because I actually have a huge uh, uh, project proposal thing I'm working on for, for early next week too. So, been tricky. So, but uh, yeah. So if 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 that would have hit, uh, if you want to go ahead and roll damage, um, if that was a plus nine, it was it was just definitely going to hit. It would have missed otherwise, but you didn't target him. So be sure and target him. Yes, I. Uh, partially resisted. Okay. And do you have a second attack? Uh, I don't think. So. Oh no, I do. And so I'll just roll that again. Ooh, that one's gonna nope. miss. Even even with your plus nine, that one's gonna miss. Okay. So back to the top. Baphnes. All right. Uh, let's see. So Laxleth is pretty big, right? Yes, he is very big. All right. Well, Baphnes... you're on the shoulders of a six-foot man. Yeah, which probably puts me about even with uh, Laxleth. All right. Just, just, a, just a little bit above. All right. Well, Baphnes is going to stand up on... Um, Silvaris's shoulders so that he can get a little better view over Laxleth, since he can't move without jumping down. And uh, he's going to shoot some firebolts at Gargoyle 2 and he'll he'll yell out, It's just like the leashes! Just hold still! And, uh, and don't make any sudden movements! And he's going to fire two firebolts at uh, Gargoyle number 2. So let's see. Here's number one. That's a hit. I will hit. And some damage. And there's number two, which is a crit. And some damage. Goodness. Oh, that freaking gargoyle. I did Lord. So many hit points. All right. And it's not dead. No. Nope. Right. Good job, Laxleth. Just stand there like a statue. You're being useful. <laughs> and, uh, he's gonna. That's his turn. <laughs> okay, uh, Delvin, you're up. I will slide uh, up to here, and let's see. 
Uh, bonus action. I did not use it before. Bonus action, Hunter's Mark. And I will uh, shoot with my longbow, take two shots. That's I'll not going to work. I'll, I'll re-roll that. Okay. I'm assuming you guys are keeping track of the re-rolls. I'm not going to. <laughs> yes, yeah. Too much I've work. got three left. All right. <laughs> so that's a I will do damage. Uh, and I'll take my second shot. What's the expired? Hunter's mark expires, I think. Oh, oh does it drop off? I think you could just have, you may have to reapply it every time or something in order for it to work automatically. Yeah, it, it, went, it did it on there. It added it. Yeah, so I don't know. It adds it in this time. Yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, you miss. But ah. oh, it's only <laughs> one attack per round. Oh, okay. So it should ah, probably well, still yeah. on, but it'll be on the next time you hit. Next turn. Yeah. Next turn. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty cool. Resisted some of that damage. Uh, that's it for me. All right. Uh, Brigid, time for you to miss a couple times. Uh, she's going to go reckless to take Hang advantage. On. I can't get you to be active. What's going on? Hmm? I'm having what a hard happened? time getting it to advance. Oh. That's weird. Backward? Yeah, I was, able to... <laughs> I was able to go backwards and I can't go and to... You went forward. And... What the heck? So I think there's three ways you can do this. There should be like a little dot beside Bridget. You could just click. That's, that's you... the way I normally do it. I, I just click yeah. here on the bottom and it went. I don't know why it wouldn't work. So. Yeah. Okay. I think I learned from Nathan you can drag that little arrow thing around on the side too. Apparently. Oh really? Huh. Okay. That's what he said. I don't know. I I just been I normally just been clicking clicking next to the the yeah person and it worked. But okay, sorry. Go ahead. All right, first attack. Oh, sadly, that'll hit. Partially resisted some of that. Unfortunately, it wasn't partially enough. So How would it partially resist? It's magic. Oh, you know, I don't think they wrote the word magic on it. I just put ah. this one in there. Wow. Oh, yeah, that's probably it. Well, that's all right. But dead anyway. He's dead anyhow. <laughs> uh, then Bridge is going to teleport with a bonus action over here. <laughs> Show off. <laughs> Retarget, untarget that one, target that one, and do the other battle axe. Oh, should have been an advantage. Uh, Ooh, that was the uh, reckless. Let me roll again. Oh, 16 at work. The first one was almost a 20. Oh, man, you guys are brutal. Okay, <laughs> that will uh, Even take with us partial out of... resistance. <laughs> yeah. <gotta> fix that. <laughs> that will take us out of combat. All right. So you guys uh, polished off my uh, my phalanx of baddies in this room. That that's, that makes me very very sad. So so you'll look around this room and you'll uh, again you'll see this you know that uh, that 
it's, it's gravestone. And and is, is anyone want to look at that more closely, or, or are you ready to move along? No, I think, I think Bjorn would take a good look at it. Yeah, that Baffness is suspicious. It might be the wizard's gravestone, so he would check it out. He, he also wanted to compliment Bridget on her excellent work, and uh, it was it was a joy to watch her in in action. And and he'll hand over that sheet that he wrote out obelisk spelled in really large letters so she can practice it. <laughs> oh, thank oh. you, little man. You're cute. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. If things if things ever break up with Daphne, uh, may, maybe we could come back here for a picnic. I don't see Daphne here. Oh, anyway, we're, we're busy. We're on a job. We're on a job. Yeah, don't mix business and pleasure. They always say. Yeah, at least not after we're all dirty. If you <laughs> want to mix business and pleasure, I can take them both. <laughs> all right. So while all of this banter is going on, Silveris uh, rolled a perception check. Uh, um, he's interested in the obelisk mostly from a religious standpoint. Okay. So, so this doesn't really look like a religious thing at all. Um, this, this, if he looks at it closely, um, it, it just appears to be a, a, a grave gravestone. Just a you know, not not no no religious markings actually on it at all. Um, and it it mentions uh, uh, a, a female uh, name, uh, and it turns out this was the uh, the wife. Of the wizard, and he had her buried here underneath uh, the keep. Um, so this was kind of a the room that he had designated specifically for for her burial. So uh, it's it's not the wizard's wizard's grave site, but uh, it was his wife's grave site. I think if uh, if this was passed on to Baffness, which I assume that it would be, uh, which I think it probably was in the chat. Uh, uh, guys, if we'll take oh, just a few, if we'll take just a few moments, I I could uh, detect magic, and and sometimes I believe a wizard might have left a magical memento of some some worthiness on on the corpse of his wife. That would make some sense, wouldn't it? I would certainly do something like that if I lost, oh dear Daphne, or whoever I might. Well, of course I won't be married, but. Any of my girls, I would feel quite bad if they were to pass. So if they'll give him time, he wants to cast the tech magic, but it takes 10 minutes. Okay. Anybody object? I don't hear any objections. Not to my good friend. So so you, you cast detect magic. Um, and you're you're getting absolutely nothing from this room, uh, perhaps from from some of your companions and some of their uh, their uh, accoutrements. But uh, in in terms of this this obelisk and and things here, yeah. there's there's nothing magical at all. It's, it's pretty much uh, just an ordinary graveyard. All right, boys and girls. Absolutely nothing here. Clearly, this man didn't really love her at all. Just buried her here in the basement under this big rock. <laughs> so, let's just move along. Okay. 
So he gave her all um, those ugly guards. That's true. <laughs> so when you came in, you noticed uh, that there's a, a pathway off to the right. Uh, so if you want to look down that pathway, whoops, now I need to go back into the mode to, let's see, how do I do that? There we go. You'll see what appears to be a path back down to the creek where you were at before. So, do you want to go can, that way or the other way? The way can you can. Can I open the map that the wizard gave us for a second? Absolutely. I uh, I can't find it in the uh, images because there's so many of them from all Sorry. the books I loaded. <laughs> there you go. Uh, can you see that? Yeah. So it looks like we might have missed some kind of secret passage back there in that uh, big lake room. Hmm. Yeah, it's marked catch. there with an S. <laughs> I mean, somebody drawing the map knew what they were talking about. Could be. Oh. This is an old have, map. You should have handed this map over to an expert at the beginning. But very good catch there, Bridget. I'm surprised you learned any cartography. Oh, I know S. It's like a snake. Uh, I don't think that's what that stands for, but that's okay. Um, here, clearly we should be searching over this way. And he'll do an investigation, trying to find this some kind of switch or something for a secret door. Oh, so so you so he went back down into the uh, yeah he's headed back down to where the map would indicate okay, yep. yeah yep do a roll roll an investigation all right uh, it's it's actually yeah you you see it's it's actually not that hard to find and in fact it wasn't really a secret it's just that there's been a bit of a a cave in. And so there's a bunch of rubble piled up here, uh, but it's not it's not as as a complete amount of rubble as, as you've seen before in, in some of the other areas. But you'll see that you, you, when you look, you'll see that you can look past some of that rubble and there's a little pathway going down there. You can't see too far because it's hard to see, especially for Baphnis, unless he climbs up. Um, it's hard for him to see. Um, and as as you come back down to this area, don't forget that the ceiling's a little bit lower, so you're kind of restricted in terms of your view. But if you wanted to try to either climb over the top of that, Baf Baphnis could probably climb in there on his own, um, or you could spend a few minutes and clear out some rubble and and probably get get uh, get through there. Uh as Salvaris notices Baphnis looking and seeing the rubble himself, I would assume eventually. He just starts moving things. Okay. I, I have a question while we're um, doing this. If I were to reduce Savaris, could he fit through this with Baphnis and, and we don't have to wait on the clearing? Or would he oh, still be way. too big? Yeah, I, th I think he could probably get through. Uh, it might, might, might be a tight, tight squeeze if he gets stuck. Uh, that could be a bit of an issue, but um, he, he probably could make it. 
Is is somebody's detect magic still turned on? Uh I, I would say he probably dropped Oh, it's not concentration, is it? Or yeah, I don't like, admit. Or... Oh, it is concentration. I, I would say he probably dropped it as as we walked away. He was just looking at the grave. So it's not on anymore. We're kind of selfish and worried about ourselves. I, I think he'll I think he'll help move the rocks. He can um he'll help with the small rocks. He can double cast gust. So he's got his hands out. Uh, just spraying away like the smaller rocks as Silveris moves the larger ones. Okay, I, uh, this I'm, is pretty typical, though. I'm I'm imagining that using gust is actually going to just just blow a lot of dust up, and and your your friends are probably not going to be too too thrilled about that. They're probably coughing and uh, getting a lot of dust around as well. But um, it's, it's not. It's actually not very hard to clear this clear this stuff. It only it only take you about five or ten minutes. Uh, to he is he is oblivious that. to the to coughing. <laughs> he doesn't care at all. Okay. Okay. So so after just a couple of minutes, you, you're going to clear this clear this path, and then at, at that point, you could just walk through. And as you, as you move forward just a little bit, you'll actually see that there used to be a door to the an, an entrance here. There was a door. I know. Say that again. Sorry. I said I knock. Oh no! So so this door has actually been when, when the when this cave-in happened, the the door was knocked down, and it looks like it had some sort of a lock mechanism on it. But the cave-in broke the door, so you you actually could just get in very very easily. And as you move forward, you'll see that this is actually a a little uh, relatively small room, and in the middle, you'll actually see a bunch of clutter on the floor, including some bones. Uh, you don't you don't see any any bodies from the the previous crew that might have been in here, but you do see a lot of uh, miscellaneous stuff on the floor. And over on next to the wall, you'll see what looks like a workbench. Uh, it, it looks and there's there's some things on this bench, um, some tools you may or may not recognize. You know, some some of them are brushes, and and some of them are are like little uh, almost like knives. It looks like uh, uh, he'd. So somebody had worked on things on in, in this this little room and maybe investigating, trying to to dig through and and learn things about them. It's hard to say for sure. All right, I think Brother Bjorn probably would have followed them through the through the path once there was um, enough room for them to get through. Um, does it look like any of this stuff that was in here, um, other than being burial, was being used for any kind of religious purpose? Like, is it an altar? You want me to do um, a, a check or anything, or is it pretty obvious what's going on? It's it's pretty obvious it's not a religious thing. So so far you haven't seen even even in a burial site you haven't seen anything that that seemed of any particular religious nature. It's 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 almost as if that wasn't a uh, something that this particular uh, person was that interested in. Um, so. Uh, you, you you will see these tools and implements, and you'll see you know if, if you go and take a look at the at the desk, you'll see that in, in addition to the these miscellaneous tools, you'll you'll see uh, like a what looks like a little book, like maybe a, some sort of a journal. Okay, well, um, I think Bjorn would go, and as he's walking in, he'd say, Ah, you know, it's it got, 
it's not surprising that we've seen so much death here. These are quite obviously a bunch of godless heathens. Um, and he just kind of stroll over and uh, and pick up the journal. Okay, and and when you when you pick up the journal, you'll actually, in order to get to it, you have to sh- to move some things away. Um, and underneath some of the the rubble that was sitting on there, that probably probably fell from the ceiling with the seismic activity, um, you actually see some shiny things uh, next to where you picked up the journal. Uh, I don't know if you want to look at those any further, or if you want to look at the read it, read the journal, or look at the journal first. Um, I feel like you probably want to take a look first before he. Uh, you know, it, it, it catches eye. Sure. So, so you'll you'll look, and, and there's actually uh, quite a few uh, gems uh, on the on the top of this table. Um, and if if you have to assess it, um, you'll see uh, what what looks like probably five or six hundred gold worth of uh, gems and jewels uh, sitting here. And it looks like maybe they were even used in some way as part of some of the the tooling that that the the person used here at this workbench um uh but they they're very nice and uh and uh just sitting there if you want to if you want to pick them up yeah i think you go ahead and grab them he's not trying to be sneaky about it or anything in fact he'd probably call back over his shoulder well at least this job's finally starting to pay off a little bit um we're gonna have to find a place to either cut these gems or fence them but uh, at least it's a start we're not gonna leave here empty-handed and then he'll he'll just put him in his pouch and um, grab the journal. And I feel like he would probably kind of take a quick look at the journal and then toss it over to Baphniz and then just walk right past him back out into the main area. As you go out, Sylvus, like, in, like, most 90s high school movies, there's that jock move where they put their hand across the hallway. To block your way. It's kind of what I'm doing. Like, I'm expecting my lunch money. He's a halfling. He's going to push it up by the elbow and walk underneath it. And I just kind of look confused as you walk past. Like, bitch? Bitch says what? Uh, Sylvie, Sylvie, uh, settle down now. He he left us the good part. Look, I've got this journal here. I'm sure this is the most valuable thing probably in this whole place. Uh, let me just take a quick look through it here. And he's just going to flip the but pages. books by the ladies' dinner. Oh, they can. Book, books can be very valuable. As you know, I've written quite a few, and, and uh, I've made a fair amount on some of them, I will say. Um, I've paid a fair amount for some of your books, too. Yes, yes, especially those signatures. Uh, those are quite valuable, as you know. Um, anyway, perhaps uh, maybe there's something good in this book. Uh, let, let me take a quick look. Um, investigating the book? Sure. Uh, okay. Uh Okay, well, so so you look at this book, and and you know part, parts of this book seem to be talking about like studying rocks and studying bones and and odd things like that. And you're like probably thinking, "Oh, this is really strange." But then you will see, uh, just as you as you thumb through it, you'll see something about a forge 
Um, and, uh, you know, depending on how you, know, you, 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 it looks like you just, you know, kind of are skimming through it, but you, you will see something about a forge and, and maybe a room with a forge. Um, and if you want to, you know, take, take a little, dig a little deeper, you may, may find out some more information, but so far that's, that's what you picked up. All right. Well, uh, uh, there's some stuff in here about uh, some kind of room and a forge and and uh, I, I don't know. I want to take one more quick look around the room and then maybe I'll I'll read this as we walk a little if I can if I can hitch a ride there, Sylvie. Forge means weapon. I'm down. Oh, that very well could be. That very well could be. Um, he just wants to take one last kind of look around the room and see if if there's anything we missed. Um, so he'll just, yeah, just kind of see if it's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, you don't really see, see anything else here. I mean, it's just, it, again, it looks like it was like maybe like a little workshop that, uh, uh, possibly the, uh, the wizard used, uh, for, he, he was interested in a lot of things. So he seemed to have been messing around down here, you know, investigating and, and finding out what was on, you know. Under underneath his uh, his domain. Okay. Well, once we get back to where the ceiling's high enough, he's gonna hop on Sylvie's shoulders and read the book some more, especially about the forge room, and get into that more. But we can okay. walk. All right. Which which so, way do you guys want to go? Sylvie is, regardless of what other people are doing, Sylvie is heading around down this way. The path known. Seems to be the path shorter. Okay. How about everybody else? Uh, Bridget and Brother Burr kind of stick together. I guess we can try the new path. Looks like it goes to the same place. How about uh, Sophia and... Uh, uh, Laxless, uh, you guys, which which way are you going? Sophia will, will be following the party. Yeah. He'll be okay. too. All right, so you 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 guys will make your way around there, and and you know I, I don't know how careful you're being about uh, the water. Um, you know if you're trying to stay right on the edge, it's it's there's not a lot of space on the edge, but you can you can probably stay out of the water if you if you really want to. It's up to you. Indifferent about it. Leeches, okay. everybody. Yeah, I'm staying out of the water. I took the upper path. Okay. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Okay. So if you guys keep moving forward, you'll 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 run into each other very very quickly. Um, there, and you'll see there's a an intersection. And uh, let me open up the space a little bit here. Whoops. And you'll see uh, up up to the left. Let me open that up a little bit further. You'll actually notice that up up to the left there, it's you'll see that foggy, um, hazy air is is a lot thicker up there, so you can't see quite as far. Um, but then, sort of straight across the path or to the right for the folks that went around the waterway, uh, you'll see uh, a path that looks like it, it heads in 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 that direction. Uh, goes down a little ways. Um, and it's it's relatively wide, but it looks like there's some kind of a dark, uh, dark 
pit or something or ahead. You can't tell for sure without going over and investigating, but you can see that there's something something different in the in the in the path. Maybe it just drops off or something. I think uh, Brother Bjorn would uh, would say something to Bridget. Um, let's let's take a quick peek over here. Make sure we're not leaving anything behind. I hate to keep backtracking like we've been doing. Yes, brother. So she, she goes to the edge of the chasm, I guess it looks like now. Okay. Yep. So if you go over there, um, you'll you'll look and, and you'll see it, it, this is a, it's, it's like a crack in the earth. Um, it looks like maybe uh, something, you know, has happened that caused this to break open. It looks like it used to just be a normal walkway. Um, and in fact, what I'd like to have happen is... Uh, Sophie, can you can you roll me a uh, a D twenty, please? Okay. Seven. So uh, when when you get over close to I'm this, I'm sorry. Did you say Sylvie or Sophie? Sophie. Uh, Sophie. Sophie. Sorry, did I say that wrong? Yep. I'm sorry. I heard you say me. So sorry. Oh, okay. Yep. No. Yes. So. Uh, you still need me to roll it, or are you going to yeah. take his? No, no, go ahead. Because there's there's a specific reason for you to be rolling this. So eight, eight, one okay. more. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you're going to see that this it, it, it's about eight or ten feet across. Uh, this this thing, and and it looks like it wouldn't be that hard to get across, but it's uh, it. it Drops off a, a bit. Um, you can see it's it's kind of like these jagged ledges going down, and uh, you can't exactly see the bottom. But uh, and it also notice you'll, you'll note that it's actually pretty dark colored rock relative to everything else in the area. Um, but it, it definitely drops down, and and you, you figure you can get across, but uh, it's going to take a uh, you know pretty good jump. Not not uh, you can't just step across this one. It's it's eight feet across. Somewhere between eight and ten, depending on where you, you know, you can see that it's not, it's not even. So um, you can you can get a sense of about how far it is across, and and a little bit close, a little bit narrower in some places. Uh, the the edge, if I don't know, does anyone want to look? Uh, somebody give me a perception check uh, that's interested in looking at the the edges of these uh, of this this crevice. Yeah, so so it it, it looks, um, you know, pretty stable. It, it doesn't look like, uh, you know, it looks like if you stand on it, it's not gonna it's not gonna break off. You're not standing on, you know, something that looks like an overhang that you're gonna just fall in. Um, so you know, hopefully, if you were gonna try to say jump across, you could run up pretty close to the edge and and make a good jump jump and and uh, not risk falling in too much. Um, I I think if I, I think at some point. Baphnis would notice the party had stopped, and we're kind of looking at this. Are our brother Bjorn or Bridget immediately going to do anything? Because if if we wait like thirty seconds, I think Baphnis has an idea. But if one of you was going to immediately like jump across, that might change his plan. Um, I think uh, well, but brother Bjorn was really just kind of. Seeing how far he could see on the other side to see if it's worth it, because uh, you know it's it's one thing to jump across a a canal or a ravine, 
it's another thing to get over there and then realize you can't jump back. Uh, Bridget yeah, jumps over. Okay, give give me uh, impulsive. Give me an athletics check. Sure, intelligent. Oh, I, I think it thinks I'm still raging. I don't know how to turn ah. it off. Yeah, I just want to roll it over again then. Can you take off my rage from the combat tracker? Oh. I tried pressing it again. I just put it on three times. <laughs> Triple rage. Okay, somebody remind me how to do this. Yeah, so uh, click, click the click little the foot. foot, the wing foot thing beside Bridget. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, I can okay. do it. Hey, look at that. Oh, there you go. Oh. Okay. You really need some anger management. <laughs> All right. So try, try no, you need to calm down. Remember, obelisk. Wow. Hey, do, do you want to roll that again? Or are you happy with that roll? <clears throat> the, the 25, I'll take that. Okay. <laughs> so, so, so Bridget jumps uh, about 10 feet beyond the ledge on the other side she, she, she clears this with uh with absolute ease um and well, gets over on the other side and and fortunately the uh the ground doesn't break out from underneath her or anything like that and and she can see that uh, cl clearly that the path uh forks that goes uh, to the right um and to the left and she moves over around there let me adjust my map a little bit so i can see it by myself you'll see now let's see bridget is a uh, Human, right? Yeah. yeah sorry. So she's got a torch with she her. She has a torch. So she can't see too terribly far, but she can see a little ways up here and a little ways down here. And can see that, you know, yep, it looks like the there's two different directions that they could go. Well, Brother Bjorn wouldn't be letting the torch get that far away. So Oh wait, Bjorn, Bjorn. Oh. I was I was listening. Uh, 15. Uh, Brother Bjorn makes it across. Uh, Brother Bjorn's not a, a small... Uh, well, he's not big, but he's not, not too small, and, and uh, that's, that's a good good jump, So he, but he makes it. Uh, 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 Sylvia, I don't... Uh, Laxleth! Laxleth! Here, Laxleth! lumbering over. So yeah. Brother uh, Bjorn would come back to the edge. Um, wait, wait. Were you saying something, Baphnis? Yes, I had a plan. My plan involved Bridget, but she just jumped and left us behind. And now I I have to move on to someone else. I'm glad you made it across, but our second choice should do just fine. Uh, Laxleth, could you go crawl over to the edge there? Uh, how tall is the ceiling in here? Uh, in this area, it's actually... Uh, it opens up just a little bit. It's it's probably about six to seven feet. It kind of varies. There's there's like some boulders that stick down in different places and things like that. Okay, yeah. So that Lexleth, at your how tall is Lexleth? Like seven feet, six something. Yeah, I'm seven guessing. two. Seven two. All right. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're you're gonna need to to lay down, okay? And uh, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna make you really big. And then I just want you to 
uh, kind of throw yourself and, and lay across the divide and we can walk across you. It won't hurt at all. You'll be really strong and big. You'll be 14 so, feet large. Sounds like a good plan to me. I know there's walk over without even really thinking about it just walk over and get ready to do that yeah all right, all right so, so, I, so i need you to be a little bit precise tell, tell me exactly how you're preparing for this and, and then then we're, we're going to see how this works in terms of the casting of this spell um he will like make his way over to the edge and lay down next to it so that if he they, like, because he's expecting it to work that his front end is just going to extend across the gap. Okay. How he expects it to work. So, okay. So, so, so he's sort of laying with his feet back, he heading towards the, 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 the water and his head, like, right, right at the edge, sort of looking over the edge into the chasm. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, are you ready? This yep. might feel a little um, weird. Go ahead. All right. Uh, presto, changeo, lizardo, largeo. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> he will cast uh, enlarge reduce on you, and you are embiggened to a 14 foot lizard man. And you have advantage on strength checks and strength saves. Okay. So, so you're going to find it a little bit cramped in this area. I mean, you, you, you can still move around, but you're, if you try to stand up, obviously you're, you're going nowhere from a standing up perspective at this point. But if you want to try to sort of crawl yeah, at this, you know, that it's, it's close to 10 feet across. So even though you grew to twice your size, you're still not going to be able to quite reach the other side. You're going to have to kind of crawl forward and then grab a hold of the other side. Um, but if you if you decide you want to try that, I think you'll be able to do that. Bridget, please so, help him from the other side. You will, you, you you will try and crawl his way across to make a bridge. Okay. And is he uh, afraid of heights by any, any, by any chance? No. Okay. Okay. So, so I think I think you successfully do that. So you can you can you, you can stretch across, and and essentially I think what you could do is get you know your shoulders and your chest on the opposite side, and then have your you know upper thighs on on the uh, original side. And if uh, I think you can support a reasonable amount of weight that way, um, you're also you know because you've done the enlarge reduce that doesn't just stretch you out taller. You're also thicker. So there's not a ton of space between your back and the uh, uh, the roof there. I mean, there's there's some, but no one's going to be able to just walk across you. Well, maybe Baphnis might be able to just walk across, but that's all he wanted. He yeah, doesn't other, care about the rest. Other folks are going to have to sort of crawl. Excuse and, and me. It's going to be a little uncomfortable. Uh, I think I think brother. Uh... <laughs> Brother Bjorn is gonna sit there and laugh. Boy, if that isn't going around your ass, you get to your elbow. So, so, so is Baphnis going first? Yeah, he's gonna oh, stroll across, no. but <laughs> of course Somebody he is. Somebody makes sure that Baphnis doesn't go before him. Now, uh, 
uh, uh, listen, this is my idea, and, and it's very safe, Sylvie. Just take back, and, and you can get listen, over Listen, I always come first. Oh, no, no, don't, let's not go there. Um, I, we've, we've talked about your medical issues enough, and I don't think that we want to talk about it right now. Um, now, listen, I'm going to stroll right across here. Now, uh, Lax left. it's very important that you hold your legs together and not have a gap that I fall through and plummet to my death. He will <laughs> make sure he, uh, he'll make sure that he is not, has no gap between his legs. That's right. Keep keep it taut back here. And, uh, <laughs> no side gap. That's we're just going to back away from the edge because he's not just taller. He's much heavier. Yep. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's eight times heavier, I believe. She doesn't know that, but he's yep. just seeing a lot of mass there. Yep. This is headed across. You're, you are laying face down, right? Yes. Spreading it out a bit. Down. Okay, I just, just want to make sure how uncomfortable this really is. So, <laughs> okay, so Baphnis, I need I need you to roll uh, a dexterity check, and and I think I'm going to have you roll this dexterity check with disadvantage because you're you're so busy explaining everything to everyone. I don't think you're paying a lot of attention to which way you're going. So, uh, give right. me a, right, a dex, dex check with disadvantage. All right, I think I got that going here. Jesus Christ. 16. Right. You're, you're, you're fine. Yeah, you, you were going to have to have a pretty bad roll to, to have an issue, but, but so it just seems like He's going to kind of whistle as he goes across. And, yeah, yeah that, that's just, what I figured. It's a very good job, Lex. That's very good. Um, I'm going to wait over here with, uh, with Bridget and, and uh, we'll explore a little bit while you help so the others across. As soon as Bathness steps off, the Salveris is starting. Oh. Holding tight. You have to crawl on your belly across, right? Well, yes, yes but I'm like fist gripping. <laughs> so Salvaris is is almost six feet tall. Yes. And but he's but he's pretty thin. Yes. So so I don't think he's gonna have any major problems, you know. Squeezing underneath, you're, you're definitely going to have to crawl across. But yeah, I don't think I don't think you have, have any problems. Uh, give me, not, not, you, you're not you're not very heavy, so uh, just give me a uh, an athletics check. Uh, yeah, yeah, you make it across, no problem. And and you know, if if you weighed, you know, a bit more, it might be a bit bit more of an an issue for. Um, holding you up, but you're you're pretty light, so you, so you get across and and um, ro roll me one a real quick dex check. Okay, good. So you 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 avoid stepping on uh, uh, Laxless' head uh, when you when you climb off. So that was that was good. So so. All right, so you're avoid teabagging him. Yep, yep. Okay, any, anybody else going to go across, or what? What are we doing here? I guess Sophia will go across. Okay. Athletic right. Well, one thing I don't, and and you know, you 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 hesitate to ask a lady this, but uh, I, I I asked everyone else. Well, and and 
So uh, how girthy be you? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. How 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 tall and and how how much do you weigh? Um, I'm relatively short for an elf, believe it or not. Well, I'm half elf, so that probably helps for it. But um, I am four foot eleven, and I only weigh about a hundred and twenty five pounds. Okay, so you you just you just zip right across. That, yeah. that this isn't going to be an issue. So, um, uh, you you go go ahead and roll me a, a an athletics check just to make sure that there's nothing disastrous okay. happens. But I, I doubt it. Hey. Oh yeah, no, no, no problem. Uh, oh, okay. How, how you doing, Laxleth? Are you getting uh, getting tired there? Um, no, I don't think so. He's probably like wondering how much longer he's going to have to do it, but is happy enough to do it if it means people getting across. Fair enough. Okay, uh, who, who's next? Oh man, me! I'm gonna shimmy up, shimmy, shimmy, shimmy across. Um, it should be noted that Baffinus would have pointed out that this only lasts one minute, and uh, people need to hurry across. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that there's there's a time limit here. So, uh, so uh, now Del- Delvin weighs what 175 pounds. Yep. Yep. So. That's going to be a little bit more of a, of a strain. So, uh, uh, let's uh, roll me an athletics check and, and also, uh, uh, same, same thing for, uh, Delvin. It should automatically do the advantage, but he has advantage. Yeah. Okay. It looks like it did. Okay. Uh, so that was a little bit of a strain, but uh, but I think I think you made it over. So what we have uh, two two folks left. Baffinus is I over. I think that's everyone. That's everybody. Yeah. Is that, oh, okay. So, so the giant dragonborn. So so now now we have a little bit of an issue because we've got uh, we've we've got this dragonborn who's got his sort of arms and shoulders on one side. Um, and the rest of his body is hanging over this chasm, and then his legs on the other side. And I, I'm not exactly sure how he's going to pull himself over. So, um, so I think I, Brother Bjorn would turn to Bridget and say, um, "Didn't we have some rope around here?" And I'm thinking you probably have about 15 seconds. Uh, and, and and I told you there was going to be a few things in this this session where we're going to do some time sensitive things. So wow, Blacksmith, um, I think you have about fifteen seconds to figure out how you're getting across. So so we'll we'll do this at about thirty seconds real time. So I'm starting my timer. While anything else is happening, I am hammering a wooden stake into the ground. <laughs> I w- I would start tying his hand in a like both of his hands in a double slip knot. So as they got smaller, the 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 rope would 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 grow uh catch his hands. Cashmith can fix it all, but he's wandering down the the hallway instead. Laxless, <laughs> <laughs> what what what's your plan? Um, Does Laxless his hands reach across? Right. Yes. Yes. What all right, Bridget will go and grab him by the hands. Would okay. it be possible for over? me to try and bury one of my chaplains in the ground to hold on to that? That'd be too much movement. 
don't think you have enough time for that. It's you yeah. have a, just a couple seconds left, and you're going to shrink. Okay. Yeah, Bridget's Bye. got you by the hands and is going to pull you over whenever you shrink. There's a rope around his wrist, I believe. I would imagine hand singular. Just in case. Oh, okay. um, singular. Can I can I say one more thing, Dave? Oh, because he's so uh, big. Baffness is a time wizard. So I would like to think he knows exactly to the second how long the spell's going to last. So he's he's over here, like, starting to wander down the hall, and he's just going to yell back, Oh, by the way, time's up! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, so I need uh, an athletics check from uh, both Laxleth and uh, Brigid. Athletics. Okay, no problem. So, so you know, uh, Laxalus shrinks back down uh, rather suddenly, um, and uh, his feet fall into the into the chasm. But uh, Brigid has a good hand handle on it, and, and Laxalus is a strong fellow, so uh, they're they're able to get him out without any 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 problems at all. Uh, no 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 injuries. Uh, so so everybody's across. That's that's a that's a good accomplishment. So. Um, now Banfis has has walked up uh, a little bit further, so we're going to see what Banfis is seeing here. And then, is anybody going down to the right, or everyone heading over to the left? Salveros would catch up to Banfis pretty quick. Okay. Where's, where's everyone else headed? I think Sophia would be going straight in front of her. Down this way. So down to the right a little bit? Yep. Okay. So, so which, way, which way, brother? Well, to be honest, I think we, uh, I think we should check out to the right first. Um, Looks like we might be able to find that dead end and clear that out. Yeah, we'll double back if we need to. Bridget will actually jog down the path to get this all figured out. Okay. And I saw, I think, Bridget and uh, 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 Sophia go down Sophia to, was to doing this, this way. And, and you'll see that there's uh, a, a bunch of rubble at the end. Uh, it looks like this, this area has collapsed. <clears throat> And from your, you know, remembering what was going on with the with the area before, the this looks like the path that came from that original pool that you were in, um, but it's all it's all collapsed. You can't really go anywhere from here. So this is a to, to the, this this side is a is a total dead end. So I mean, you could you could spend a long time trying to dig through, but it looks like that this is much different than that, you know, small cave in over on the other side that you went into the into the. Uh, to the workshop. This is this is uh, you know a real cave in. Yeah, dead end, brother. Just like in that waterfall room. At least now we know that nobody's going to sneak up on us from here. Yep. I told you guys it was this way. <laughs> God, I hate okay. that guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. He, he's just a child. So, so, even more he's right. so as you make it, as you make your way over to the left now, you're going to notice uh, a, a very interesting feature, which is that uh, you're going to, it's going to look a little bit familiar. 
you're going to see that there's another chasm across this trail, but this time it's uh, significantly bigger. This is, this is and, and in fact, when you look at this on this map, it, it looks like it might only be 10 or, 10 or 12 feet across, but uh, this map is uh, not quite up to date. So let me get you a different map and I'll, I'll, I'll let you see what this looks like. So hang on one second. Cue a USGS map of the Grand Canyon. <laughs> Not quite. So hey, Sylvie. Sylvie, do you remember that girl, Susanna? Oh, never oh, mind. You never, bet I do. <laughs> never mind. Right. Okay. So, so you're <laughs> going to come up here and you're going to see that this is actually, uh, you know, 20, 25 feet across. This is a big chasm. And, uh, uh, there, it, it turns out this looks like it's been here for a while. And, and when you look down inside this chasm, uh, you don't see a bottom. This looks like it really falls off a long ways and you, you, you have no idea how far. Um, but fortunately for you, there's this lovely uh, bridge across. But when you look at it, it looks like no one's uh, successfully crossed this bridge for a while, maybe because there's a couple of, of holes in the middle of this. And, and it looks like maybe... This is where you just might guess that this might be where a couple of uh, the previous adventurers uh, disappeared. Uh, they may have uh, tried to walk across this bridge and, and went right through. So uh, what would you like to do? How long did you say this was? About 25 feet? Yeah, 20, 20 25 feet across. 20 to 25? Okay. Uh, oh, and by the way, over in this area, the ceiling uh, opens up a bit. So you can you can you, you can stand up here very easily. So it's you know 12, 14 feet high actually. Um, this is kind of an open opened area, almost like a room, uh, but with this chasm right through the middle of it. Uh, so uh, uh, Dave kind of hates uh, continuing to talk too much, but Vashon uh, has the solution. So um, I I will share I guess. Uh, uh, Bridget, Bridget, can you come here and not? Don't try to jump this one, dearie. Uh, but do you want to do something really cool, Bridget? Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, you saw what I did with with Laxla before, right? Where he got really big. Well, I don't want to do that to you. That's not going to work. But what I can do is I can make you where you can. See these walls around us here? I can yeah. make it where you can crawl on those walls like you're a spider. And last you time you did that with a girl, she got really freaked out. Yeah, I know. That this is different. This, she'll be fine. And so what you can do is you can you can climb around to the other side and you can take a rope and you can hold that rope and and I'll have Laxleth here hold the other side and you can make a rope that we can shimmy across. Are these uh, corner posts solid? Uh, so, so you're you're going to go investigate those? Yeah, want to look at the rope, the strength of the rope, and the corner posts. Sure. So that you look at that, and and the rope looks like it's been there for a long time, like a long time. And, and this is this is a relatively dry part of the of the caves. Um, 
but it's still it's 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 not you, you don't think it's the it's the best rope uh the the posts are actually uh pretty well buried down into the stone um so th those feel pretty solid at least on the side where you can test them you don't know about the about other the side wood? the wood yeah you can see that uh you know it looks like somebody else tried walking across it and and uh wasn't too successful so the woods the woods not very strong it's not in good shape it's been there a long time i've heard that uh if you wet the rope that uh it's a little bit stronger <laughs> this is absolutely false this is a this is not true at all i i have taken many courses on this subject in fact at RopeCon 2019 we tried it out in an experiment never mind so uh, <laughs> we've crossed Bridget, some lines Bridget. here. Bridget, with her uh, <laughs> her proficiency in survival, will tie one end of her rope in a in the proper hitch on one of these posts, and uh, graciously accept the spider climb ability. Okay. So I think they... Brother Bjorn would be standing there at the um, at the hitch where it's tied off just to be near the rope. <laughs> just in case something goes wrong. So technically, spider climb allows me to even use my hands. I can just walk on two feet. So I can carry my torch with me and hold that rope. Yep. Um, so yep. here's the thing. Baffinus is totally on board with this plan, but he, he's not trusting this rope anyway. So as soon as she starts climbing, he's going to blink, or not blink, uh, Misty steps to the other side. He's, okay. he's, not, he's not doing this plan. But he likes it for everybody else. It's, oh, uh, sounds good. <laughs> if know. it works for them. Yeah. He's got 70 doctors at Walter Reed, too. Don't worry. It's fine. And, and, and Misty <laughs> steps is uh, 30 feet. Is that right? Uh, yeah. So, um, roll me an intelligence check. All right. He's good at that. I assume so. Okay. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's more than 30. Uh, let me see. I think it's 30. Yeah, it is. Uh, 17. 17. All right. So, for, fortunately, uh, he, he, he realized that that was, that was a ways across. So, he got pretty close to the edge before he did the misty step and, and successfully made it across. Okay. So yeah, he's right on the other edge and he's going to wait there for Bridget. Okay. So so Bridget, you're you're going across with the rope. I'm scampering up the wall and down the other side with the rope. Okay. Uh, it's a 50-foot length, so whatever that distance is for a 20-foot across chasm should be all right. Yep. To get okay. to the other side and uh, I guess tie this side off. Now, she realizes that she could actually probably double back and throw the rope back again. So she ties it on the, the other corner and tries to throw the, the line over to Brother Bjorn to make two handrails. Okay, so this is a... You, you tell me how you're going to do this. Yep. So you said 20 feet. About... 20 to 25 feet, yep. 20 to 25. Okay, well, the, the 25 is going to mess up my plan with a 50-foot rope. Yep. 
And you could go back and get another rope person. Oh, Baphnis probably has a rope. He's over there. Baphnis yep. does not have a rope. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else probably has a rope. Yeah. Somebody can so does not have a rope. If anybody has a rope, just hold on to one end and throw me the coil. And I'll make a second rail. Second handrail. Uh, no rope here. How much more length do you need? You can have rope. I throw him some rope. Excellent. So she takes that, ties it off to the, the other corner. Uh, hopefully somebody on your <laughs> side knows how to tie a knot. See so at the fourth corner, and now we have two rails. Okay. That sounds good. So you're, you're going to get... What, what you're effectively going to get is about... You could you get some stability, so that's going to help because it's, everybody's going to have to do a dex check to get across this because uh, it's it, okay. it shakes around and does crazy stuff. So you're going to get more stability and you're going to get more strength. You're going to get about fifty pounds worth of strength um, out of these these ropes, each rope. So that's that's good because now you're going to be able to hold a hundred pounds more than the bridge was by itself. So I need everybody to uh, line up and uh, last. Whatever order you want to go, uh, roll roll a dex check and cross on over. Last, I go, I go right. right away. Um, there's a halfling in the group. Yeah, I'm gonna re-roll that. <laughs> I would advise that. Bridget's gonna <laughs> climb back and and carry the halfling across. Oh, the spider climb back. Yeah. Okay. It lasts an hour. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, you're good for that. So, okay, that's fine. Okay. So, uh, Delvin, you make it. No problem. Uh, Laxleth. That's that's not the best of best of roles. Um, you're, you're going to start walking out on this bridge, and it's going to shake back and forth. And Laxleth, again, is not a small small person. Uh, I think originally I didn't think it was over seven feet, so I think we had 210 pounds. So I'm thinking it's more than 210 pounds. What, what did you have for, for a weight? I thought it was closer to 250, but I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. So you're going to get out there, and, and you're going to start... Rocking so two fifty is pretty four. is pretty skinny for for seven it's, foot. Uh, two fifty yep. at six foot. It can happen. I'm not a big dude. It's yeah. minute bowl. Well, <laughs> <laughs> one, one, one way or the other, you're 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 very tall, and that wasn't a great great uh, dexterity roll, and you're big. So you're going to get out there a couple of steps, and you're you're going to the, the bridge is going to start going back and forth, and you're holding onto those handrails, but it's shaking shaking back and forth. What, what, what are you going to do? Um, I think probably his first instinct would be to try and just basically dash across as fast as he could. Okay. All right. Give give me an athletics check. Uh, 
that did not go in spot. Oh, it still has advantage from the enlarged. Okay. Take take the advantage off, or do I need to do that? Uh, uh, I have to go chase you down. You can just both do it, yeah. Just roll a d20. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. You're, you're going to take a couple steps, and you're going to get just about in the middle of that bridge where those four, four boards are, and two of those boards are going to break, and you're going to start to fall through, but fortunately, you're a pretty good-sized person. And you're going to hook your arms around the rope, but uh, essentially right, like on your, right under your underarms. And you're, you're hanging there, um, and you're on the verge of uh, taking a nasty plunge. Uh, I'm going to give everybody 60 seconds to decide what they're gonna, what, what's happening here. Baphnis is going to panic. Ah, I, I, I don't know what I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I, I, can't, I can't do anything. Uh, some, somebody help him. Uh, How far away from me is he? He's about, he's about right in the middle of the bridge, sadly. Bridges Too far Spider away. climb on the ropes themselves. No reason she can't just um, hold on to them and not fall. And, uh, and go grab them. Okay, and you're going to notice that these ropes are now under a lot of strain because now he's no longer being supported partially by the bridge. Uh, and as you start to climb onto these ropes, you're going to hear them making noises as if they're going to uh, potentially break. You still want to go? If my speed is equal to my walking speed, I can go pretty fast. What are you going to do when you get out there? Just grab him um, and hold on, obviously, to the ropes. And if something does break, hopefully I'm on the right side. <laughs> Doesn't matter which side. If I can, we can hang on to the ropes and climb up, we can uh, figure out what to do. Okay, so we're putting an extra 150 pounds on these ropes. So, um, give me a dex. Go ahead. I hammer a piece on into the ground and start winding one end of my second rope around it and just throw the other end to uh, Bridget just in case. Okay. Third rope as a backup. Okay. Laxlith, what are you you doing? Tied around my waist. Um, I think right now he's just trying to like hold himself up and panicking. Okay, so you're not you're not trying to swing or or move or anything. You're just trying to hold still and and hope somebody yes. comes and, and rescues you. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, Bridget, give wait, me a... wait, 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 wait. Baphnis thought of something in in his uh, in his panic. Uh, hey, ah, 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 wait. Wait, you're too big. You're too big. Hold on. And he's going to uh, cast enlarge, reduce, and this time uh, reduce oh. Laxleth. You're sure you want to do that? <laughs> oh, I had... Wow. 
Well, it it will reduce him, and uh, his weight will go to one eighth of normal, which will cut him down to thirty pounds, which is going to make the rope where it can easily hold him. Yep. So rope rope's going to be able to hold him. He he's going to be. Uh, currently, he's stretched out about five feet across where that that rope goes. So he's uh, holding the rope, right? So 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 I picture him as having the rope under each arm. Right, one one rope under each arm. So he's hanging there. He sort of fell through the ropes. I mean, you know, he had his hands on the on the ropes. He fell through, and fortunately, his his arms went on the outside of the ropes, not on the inside. So he's hanging there at his armpits. Well, he's panicking, and uh, and and I have money, so I can fix it if I mess it up. <laughs> so his size only goes down by half, right? All right. So his size goes down, down, down by half, but his his, his weight yeah. goes down to an eight. So yeah, he'll those be down to squeeze together enough. Yep. All right, now, <laughs> is 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 Brigid still going out out to? Yeah, yeah I don't him? know. He's doing this. So yeah. Okay. That's fine. It, it's going to lighten the load, and hopefully, I can get there around the same time. Yep. So, Brigid, you you roll um, a dex check. Uh, I need uh, Blacksmith to roll an athletics check. Am I doing? And I think he's or just dex. Uh, just dex for now. I think that athletics might be a disadvantage because of my. Let me be, yeah, he has disadvantage on the athletics now because of my uh, my okay. shrinking him. So I have numbers for all of this. <laughs> I wrote it up ahead of time, so so I'm not making this up on the fly. So so good luck. <laughs> wow, it's like you knew we loved bad decisions. <laughs> so what's the dex check for? For me to fall? Yeah, so, so you're, you're 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 trying to go, and I realize that you have spider climb, but you're trying to go essentially walk out across one rope. You're trying to be, you know, Lech Valenza or whatever. Well, no, and, I'm using two, and because I've got you know one on each side, and I kind of like straddle them and, and just kind of go like a spider, you know. Okay, all right. That was well, still roll me a dex check, so I'll so I'll 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 allow for that and and uh, give you a better chance to to get out there quickly. Okay, that's not that's not fabulous, but we'll, we'll say you're getting out there. Okay, uh, so Lexleth, I need you to roll an athletics check. Yeah, I guess how do I put disadvantage on it? Yeah, so down at the bottom of the screen, you'll see a little ADV and a DDIS down uh, the lower left corner. There it is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Seventeen. Okay. So. Oh well. Well, no, because oh, the advantage Oops. is still on from the enlarged reduce, so it just rolls one die instead of. Yes. So, I mean, okay. you shouldn't. Oh, he shouldn't well, need to click anything if you take the take the enlarge off of him, um, and put a reduce on him. It should work. Oh, but, I have to chase him down on the on the map. I, I haven't put everybody over on this other map. Well, the, that's fine. So, so uh, I think this is going to work. So, Brian, you give me an athletics check. So, so essentially, what's going to happen is you're scrambling out there. Uh, Lexlith is shrunk. He's desperately grabbing at the rope, and he looks like he's just about to fall off. So, uh, give me an athletics check. Twenty-one, very nice. So, just as as he's about to fall off, you grab an arm. And uh, 
he's because he's only one eighth size he was before, or one one eighth of weight. Um, you're able to grab him, and now uh, all you need to do is is either go forward or backwards to get him to the other to the one side or the other. Which way are you going? I'm going back to get him to the, the side we're trying to get to. Okay, uh, give me uh, one more athletics check. How's that? Oh, you're done. Okay, you you I rescued him. That, standing on the rope. <laughs> that was that was. Uh, that I'll I'll do well. We got, we got a couple more people to go across, so the check for getting across is now a little bit harder than it was before because now more of the bridge is broken. But what do we have? Uh, three people left to go, or two? Well, now we've got three ropes because I've got yep. the one so on each rail, and then the one that was tied around my waist that they're holding on the other side. Yep. So that's an extra fifty pounds worth of support. So who's left to go across? Now I don't remember. Uh, so Varys is definitely left. But Varys, Devlin, and Sophia? I'm already across. I went first. Oh, okay. So yeah. just Sophia and so Varys. So can we try to run this third rope right down the middle with some pittons? Are we building so that rope to walk on and hold on to? You could try with that, or, or I guess you could sort of run it diagonally and, and say, you know, uh, not tie it too tight so that they could sort of use it as a just-in-case type of a rope or something. I don't know. It's up to you. Yeah, I want to have full force of that third rope. Um, we'll anchor it. I guess we can anchor it diagonally. Okay. Hold on. Before you toss it. No, you have one hand. I have one. We don't have to toss anything. Remember, you threw it to me already, and I tied it around my waist. <laughs> oh, that was from this side. Oh wait, which side are you on? Uh I didn't have a rope to throw. No, you, so... yeah, it's not. It's not spanning across. You're back on our side. Oh, I thought somebody on the other side threw it. Okay, never mind. Two ropes. Okay. So who's next? No I guess mom. I'll go next. Okay. Um, so uh, Dexterity? Now I, now I forget how much you said you weighed and I didn't write it down. 125. 125, okay. We don't talk about that. Yeah, yeah, I know. So, <laughs> okay, yeah, go ahead and give me a dex check. Do you want to you want to go with that roll? Um, I'm gonna take that roll because I really cannot dig into my reroll money. <laughs> I've used up so much money on spending on rolls for every game. <laughs> uh oh. Yeah. I am um, at my cutoff limit on money. You know, I think <laughs> so. So Baffinus has the ability to change two rolls a day uh, to make to let them reroll, and he'll. 
he'll kind of notice that Sophia struggles a little bit with this dex check, and uh, he'll just rewind time a little bit and let her do it again. Okay. Okay. Let's try again. That's better. Ah, uh, that's good <laughs> because you you were not going to make it. <laughs> so so Sophia goes out onto the onto the bridge, shakes, gets a little knee knee shake going, uh, but then kind of gets settled back in, makes it across the big gaps, and uh, gets gets to the other side. So we're we're down to one one remaining person that needs to cross. Okay, so Salvirus takes a moment and first. He's looking at the ropes to focus on what ones are the strongest. And am I correct that it's doubled back on both sides now? Uh, I don't think so. Well, so 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 you you guys have put in two extra ropes, one one on each side. Okay, so there's one on the left, one on the right. I'm looking at to see which one just looks stronger from where I'm standing. Uh the one on the left, we'll just say, <laughs> for lack of for, for lack of like, reason, so. They look about the same, so I'm like, yep. uh, to my left wrist, I strap my manacle, <laughs> and to the left rope, I strap my manacle. I okay. think I'm using the wrong word here, but we all know what I'm talking about. And I slowly start to make my way across the bridge. Okay, give me that uh, that uh, juicy uh, dex check. Oh, those I am really good at. Okay, that's good. Uh, you're gonna get out a little ways, and you're gonna hear a board cracking, and you're gonna start shaking. Uh, what would you like to do? Fashionist. Best friend in trouble. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, I think he, so. he has a lot of faith in uh, Silveris, though. So he's, he's going to let and him keep going. I put most <laughs> of my weight on the ropes instead of the boards. Yep, but you, you weigh 135 pounds. So the ropes, that's going to start to get tricky. So I'll let you roll one more dex check. But it it needs to be a good one. On the other side of the the passageway, Brother Bjorn's just gonna yell, "You better just run for your life across this bridge before it drops you." Fifteen. Okay, so you're gonna go across, and you're gonna get almost to the other side, and the bottom part of the bridge is gonna break, and you need to give me an athletics check. You're, you're close to the edge, so if you can hang on, uh, somebody's going to be able to grab you and, and pull you in. But just give me an athletics check. Let's make sure. Okay. Like, I do want to make it clear that at least for an additional moment, I'm attached to that left rope. Yep. Yep. Bridget's going to grab that post and grab for you. <laughs> You you can you can reroll. <laughs> <laughs> this is his last reroll, and he's very disappointed because up until this moment, he thought you were just making it dramatic for the ladies, and instead 
you're failing big time. So mm-hmm. he's going to rewind and let you do it again to look good. Oh, <laughs> all right. So you, you not only do you uh, rescue yourself before anyone has to do it, but you, you do it with some style. You, yeah, you, like I kick up my legs and kind of gymnast it the hell out of there. There you go. Yep, exactly. All right. I didn't expect that to actually be quite that difficult, but the <laughs> the early and then of course you know I unlock myself and I put them back in my pack. Yep. All right. So I think there's a thing where this has happened before, and Sylvie Sylvie might have in the back of his mind whenever he does something insane that Baphnis might have messed with him, but. <laughs> Because he's probably cleaned up a few mistakes for you in the past. It's like that little itch. I'm not sure because I don't remember the bad thing happening. I just remember that like there's this gray second. Yep. <laughs> like, did he do something again? Well, it doesn't matter. I'm awesome. So whatever. It worked out. <laughs> All right. So let's uh, let's get you up the rest of this path uh, from this point forward you're not going to have a whole lot of trouble walking up this path because fortunately there aren't any more giant crevasses. So as you walk up this path, you're going to come to a bunch of stairs and you're going to see, you know, up in front of you, you're going to see sort of an archway. Um, and you're going to see that this is actually exiting out of the, the caverns. It looks like it's actually going into the keep. So it looks like you've luckily found your way to the keep. So what I'm going to do is stop sharing this for the moment. And let me get over to another map. I'm not going to take the time to uh, uh, do too much fancy stuff here because it's already getting late. So what I'm going to do is just share this map. It's not too big. It's just the Grand Canyon. (laughs) Shit! Okay. And this is what I spent more time than I'd be willing to say. (laughs) Messing around with this map. But uh, a lot of it was figuring out how to do it in the first place. But... Anyhow, let me see if I can get you guys over onto this map. Where did the character just drag us off the combat tracker? Yeah, so I'm trying to find it. Here we go. Um, okay, I'll be right back. By the way, okay, finally loaded for me. We're we're close to the uh, close to the end here. Oh yeah, this is a this is a size wise the physical file is kind of big. Ooh, what happened? What did I just do? Somehow the map took a big jump and got to a different place. Whoops, that was too much. And, uh, combat tracker back. Who did I get out there? Bridget. There we go. Where'd everybody go? Thought I had people on here already. You do. They're up by the stairwell. I see them. Okay. 
And I'm just you don't see nothing. You guys can uh, put them in whatever order you want. So one, two. Okay, I got everybody. I put Banfiz up here in the middle. Okay. So I'm not. Oops. How do I do that? Ah. So now that we're inside the keep, is it lit or is it still dark? So this is interesting because when you get inside the keep, you're going to notice that it's uh, there's like a, a glowing light that comes from the ceiling, and it's it's not like daylight, but you could see without without uh, dark vision, you can actually see your way around pretty well here. It's it's dim, but there's some some magical light inside this keep. Uh, that's allowing you to see. So while we're waiting for Dave, anybody want to uh, start investigating forward? Uh, I think Brother Bjorn would probably come up and, and do a check and see what he can kind of figure out. Okay. Do you want uh, investigation, perception? What do you want? Sure, throw out a perception. That, that's fine. Okay, that's not terrible. Yeah, so you, what what you see, this is, you've gone from this stinky cave with uh, all sorts of, you know, problems that you ran into, and you're, you're going to come here, and this this is actually, even though it's been here for a long time, this is in really nice shape. There's a really nice hallways. Uh, you come in here, and this is a this is a nifty place. Uh, you're, you're, you're pretty impressed. You can see somebody spent a lot of time making a really nice, uh, nice keep here. Um, and and as you as you move forward, you're going to see that the, the you see these very nice, clean, straight uh, paths, and you're going to see one that branches off to the right, and then you can go forward. Um, where, where would you like to go? Okay. So, uh, we go forward. Or are we going to hit this right and uh, see where that leads to? Um. I say go right. Okay. Right. So if you guys want to move yourselves on up there, I'll move uh, uh, Banfiz along. Banfiz is here. Oh, he's here again. Okay, good. I'm just trying to not talk through the entire four hours. So <laughs> No problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Brian, are you still here? Yep. Okay, Brigid's just hanging back a little bit. Banfiz is not here. Bafniz is here. Oh, that's, did I say <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so so if you guys head down this hall, you're you're gonna see this kind of interesting room. You're gonna as you move forward, um, and this is actually a little bit more well lit. Um, and then you'll see this kind of glow, this this bluish glow from the floor and from the ceiling. And as you come in into this room you're going to see that there are four pretty good-sized pools. Uh, these, are, these are plenty big enough for a person to get into if they wanted to. Um, Can I get into it? Uh, in, any of you could if you want. So Okay. When, oh, okay. Oh, my God. So you, you went immediately into the pool on the left. Now, initially, these pools were empty. But as soon as you went over and started to get into this pool, suddenly... Um, 
water started coming in from the sides and filling it up. And you're going to see it's it's kind of a greenish, like like greenish water, uh, very nice and warm. Um, and you're going to notice that it's cleaning all of the grime from the uh, from the dungeon uh, and from the caves uh, off of you. And and you're going to it's going to make you feel nice. It's going to be nice and clean. Smells a little bit nice. It's got some like a mineral mineral type water. Um, I imagine this is almost like a hot tub type feel. Exactly. Exactly. Very nice. Yeah, I and, chill and just wait for whatever else is going on around me. Okay. Does anybody yeah. else want to jump in or check out any of the other the other pools? It's a sucker's bet. First one works. Second one kills you. <laughs> uh, by the way, like I mean, why would you in spread, So not much extra room in here. Uh, Baphness is going to be casting Detect Magic, but it's going to take 10 minutes, and he's, you guys do whatever the heck you want. I'm just going to quietly wait for 10 minutes while this casts. So. Uh, Bridget opens up her uh, Magical Awareness, where she can cast Detect Magic at will. Show off. And reach out. <laughs> hey, you're you're going you're gonna to get a big... A big uh, Spike, you're, you're going to say, "Whoa, this, there's there's some strong magic somehow powering this room uh, because this the, the, this this pool filled up all by itself. Um, uh, these these lights are going on all by themselves. Uh, you know, th- there's there's definitely some something pretty fancy going on here. There, there's there's a lot of a lot of magic. You don't see it in in like a an individual item. So in other words, you're not seeing like a a potion or something like that." Um, but you are seeing that this this whole area uh, is pretty magical, um, and and Bridget's kind of on the edge. So let, let me know if if she's going to move further along or what, what yeah. she's doing exactly. She's going to walk around. Her magic uh, awareness extends sixty feet. Uh, okay. She can find items or spells, and if it is a spell, she gets to know the school. I hate that because I never know the school when I'm DMing. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> In this case, I don't think it. I don't think it actually matters. So, so this is uh, uh, what what you are going to notice is uh, as you walk around down towards the bottom in that little alcove that goes down um, back in the corner down there, you're going to actually get a little little extra. And then there's there's so much magic in this area that it's not easy to detect. But you're going to see that there's something a little different in this alcove. Some something stands out. You're not sure what it is. You're going to have to go in there to check it out if you if you want to. Axes out. Yes, she will. Okay, so as you as you go down there, you're actually going to find a staff, and this doesn't seem to be a typical wizard staff. This seems more like uh, this is the first thing that you might say feels a little bit like a religious item. Um, it has some uh, uh, symbols and things on it, and and uh, just from your experience, I think you're going to. Th- realize that this is some sort of a, a, a healing staff, that this, this is some kind of powerful uh, healing staff that you could use to, to heal injured persons. That I can use? Uh, actually, um, probably not. Give me a... Uh, uh, sure what to do. Give, give me an Arcana check. Um, You're not 100% positive, positive, but when you pick this thing up, you can sort of feel it tingle in your hand. Um, it, it seems it's powerful, and it, it feels like 
you you probably could do something with this, but you're not you're not a hundred percent sure. Uh, is there any magic coming from that drain? No. Okay. I'll walk back to the group. Okay. Magic staff of healing. Anybody know how to use it? Baphnis is working on his detect magic spell yeah. because he didn't know that you did one. And uh, you kind of step in some of his components or something, and, and he looks up. He's like, Excuse me, I'm very busy casting a very important spell. Uh, Please don't interrupt me. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to tell you what kind of magic I was detecting, but that's okay. You go right ahead. Wait, wait. What are you talking about? This, ah, ah yeah. did you do your tricks again? I, you know, I don't know what happened. I think I was experimented on as a child, but these, these, Things just come out of me sometimes. Yes, yes. I, I, I'm sure we can talk about that one day in, in more personal circumstances. But for now, ah, uh, you said something about a staff. If it's yeah, a magical you're... implement, please hand it over. I, I will see what I can do about it. Here you so, go. So Brother Bjorn, actually, he rolled a religion check to see if he would know about it as soon as you said that there was a... Uh, a holy nature to it. Would he know mm -hmm. any more details about this staff? Sorry, I didn't even notice your religion check. Oh, That's yes. okay. Most most definitely. Yeah. So so you you can you can tell that this is in fact uh, a, a some sort of a cleric staff, but it's a special one that essentially anyone can use to distribute he healing. So it it may have had some sort of jailbroken. Um, other type, exactly. Some other type of magic may have been applied to it to make it more usable, but it is it is a very powerful staff of healing. And in fact, um, it, you can have four uh, uses of it um, per day, um, and it will give you four greater healing, uh, the effects of four, four greater, greater healing potions per day. So uh, Baphnis is it's not going to make it easy for Brother Bjorn to look at this thing while he's uh, he's examining it. Um, but once he realizes that it's a healing staff, he's just going to... Um, Here it is. Does somebody want this thing? It, it's, a, it's a healing thing, Amy Bobber. It seems pretty powerful, but uh, it's much better just to burn all the things before they hurt you, I found. You know I've healed you before, friend. So, so, Sophia, I noticed yeah. when, when you came into the room, you jumped into the pool um, on, on the right as you're coming down the hallway. Is that, is, is that did I get that right? Yes, I did. You regretted it immediately, didn't you? What's that? Oh, she regretted Jumping it? Into the pool. I jumped into it, and then y'all were like, "Wait, the second one, baby." <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit!" So, so this is motherfucker well, gonna got lucky, and then you're like, "What?" <laughs> so, so this is actually a very interesting pool. When you when you jumped in, it did a similar thing. It filled up very quickly, uh, but this time it, it filled up with a very strange colored, orangey colored um, uh, liquid, and it's kind of bubbly. And it, and it has a, a, a sort of a tangy smell to it, uh, so sort of a, a citrus citrus smell. And as you're sitting there, you feel uh, very inner, energized. Um, and in fact, um, 
by being in this pool, you have gained um, 12 temporary hit points. Ooh. So nice. like, uh, Sounds like uh, Gugon. Benefited. I, actually, I, I think it's... Uh, I think it's actually Tang. Do you remember Tang? The uh, uh, the drink Tang, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Drink of astronauts. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I thought you were going to say twelve intellect points, and uh, <laughs> Bathness was diving in head first. <laughs> <laughs> so, does any anyone want to check out any of these other pools? You know, like I'm. Gonna roll for it, okay? So, like, high low, I leave my pool and go investigate high. You know, no, I'm just sitting. Okay, uh, Sophia, did you did you get out of the pool? Because initially, I thought you got out of the pool. So, so that, that that's important for me to know. Uh, yeah, I'd be back when you were describing it. Okay, so as soon as you get out of the pool, the liquid is is uh, sucked out of the pool very quickly. There's something opens and, and it drains out very quickly, and it's it's very clean and empty again. So it's situational when someone's in the pool. So. I think. Uh, I think we should all take baths, but that's because most of us stink. <laughs> Lax, 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 what, are you, what are you doing? After seeing that, he's going to instantly wander over and hop into this pool right here. And okay. sit there for a couple minutes before getting out. Okay. So when, when you hop into that particular pool, that pool fills... With uh, a deep blue water, it's very, very uh, kind of a, a, a shimmering blue water. And um, let me look at your character sheet really quickly. Hang on. You. So you, nothing really changes in this situation for you. But you feel like that if well, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll take that back. So so you, you you've been cleaned off to, to a reasonable extent, and you feel just better. You you don't you didn't you weren't injured, but by getting to this pool, um, you just feel like any aches or pains or, the, or maybe scrapes that you got when you were you know holding up everybody across that uh, that chasm, or or when you almost uh, fell to your death in the other chasm. <laughs> Those things uh, just you know kind of go away, and you you feel you feel much better. Anyone else? Have we done all four? There's one left. The bottom There's right. Full in the bottom. Nobody touch it. All right, we're just going in. Now, are you're you, making are you, a mistake. Are you I just know. going? You're going completely in. Yep. Dive. Yep. I'm gonna die. All right. Hey, so, I'll rage. No. <laughs> <laughs> this this pool uh, fills up again very quickly, and and this is actually a pretty clear liquid. This is probably the clearest of the liquids that you've seen so far. Um. But it does have a little bit of a, 
kind of like a, just a little bit of a yellowish color. And as it starts filling up, you're going to start to feel your skin burning. Um, and uh, you're going to take uh, 2d8 acid damage. Ooh. So okay. let me just roll that for you. Well, you, you can roll that if you'd like. Can, can yeah, Brother Bjorn, yeah. since he's been staying nearby, can he do a perception check to see if he can help pull Bridget out of this pool? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, I, I, I assume I assume Bridget's probably going to get out of the pool pretty quickly. Bastion yeah. is just taking notes. He's not helping. Yep, Bridget will hop out. Oh. Yep, and and as you get out, you you still the 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 this pool empties very quickly again, um, but you feel that you still have some of this acid on your your skin, and if you don't do something about it very quickly. Uh, you're probably going to take. I'm gonna go right damage. over to this one that made everybody feel better. Made her feel better. Okay. All right, well, with, I'm gonna call when, you uh, over. When Bridget, when you cop out as as Brother Bjorn is pulling you out, he's gonna use uh, a key point and do his uh, what the crap is it called now? Hands of healing, which will. Uh, Restore one d six plus two hit points. Okay. Four hit points come back to you. Um, All right. So I'm down six. Okay. So so as, as soon as you get into this other pool, um, it's going to fill up. Well, I, I'm not sure somebody is, is in it still, so. Uh, that's fine. If, if someone else is in it, it won't fill up. It'll just allow you can you can it, it, these these can hold actually uh, two people pretty easily. Um, and when you get in, uh, you're going to feel uh, wonderful as you're going to feel that all oh, this burning has stopped, um, and you're going to regain all of your lost hit points. Hmm. Uh, to that, yep. pretty close. You're going to have to be a lot more careful around here. Apparently, these guys are dicks. Well, <laughs> so that might well, that might work for some creatures, you know. So, so, uh, uh, Brother Bjorn, uh, give me a perception check. Or I'm ace in perception checks. Are you? No. <laughs> but I'm better than average. I'm like a four. Okay, so you're going to see that around this particular pool, the other pools were just pretty much isolated, but around this particular pool, there's there are some shelves, and there are some, uh, it looks like some kind of uh, jugs um, uh, or, or containers on these shelves. Um, and it, it looks like that this, this particular pool may have been used as a, as a cleaning pool for uh, some of the things that the, uh, the wizard might have been doing research on. Um, so as you're looking, if you just lean over to, to take a look at these, um, you're not necessarily getting into the pool, but as you lean over, uh, as soon as you lean over the pool, it will actually fill back up and it'll be ready there for you to, uh, to use for whatever purposes that you might want. Definitely unfortunate. Uh... I don't understand why they wouldn't put a warning sign up or something. Jeez. Do any of these bottles have stoppers? 
uh, they look like they have some kind of a strange uh, top on it that you haven't seen before. It has these little uh, ridges, and, and, and you can turn the top, and it closes itself and, and, and keeps itself closed. I'm going to get myself Sorry. a few barrels of acid. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I'll just dip my hand down in it and fill them up and then go heal my hand. <laughs> okay. He's a tough broad. So you got... Are uh, they glass? Uh, you're, you're not sure. They're, they're, they're some kind of a <gasps> crystal-y-like material, but you're not sure what it is exactly. All right. Maybe they'll be tossable. Okay. We had three of those. Okay. Um, Anybody else doing anything in here? Nope. Enjoying well, my spa. What was the second pool, the upper left? That was the um one that filled up with orange liquid in it and gave me temporary hit points. Ah. Not tang pool. Yeah, tang pool is what they called. I'm going to take a couple bottles of the healing pool and uh, take a couple bottles of the tang pool. Actually, does it fill? It fills when I get in it, right? Yes. Okay. So there, there's there's only uh, five total bottles on oh. the, on the shelf. So there. you'll have to decide how you how many you want to get. Do you get into my bath? I'm gonna get in that cleaning bath. Is my last good? Bath. I'm man. Busy bubbly. <laughs> uh, just think when you bottle up some of that uh, the orange, you'll be making your own version of pool tang. <laughs> <laughs> is any is anyone else getting into the in any of the pools? She'll That's, use her water skin for the healing okay. one. And then she'll she'll get herself clean because barbarian she hasn't been clean in years. <laughs> All right, and it, 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 it works amazingly well. It's just it's it's just it's very nice. Amazing. Clothes clean, gleaming axes. Exactly. Weapons clean and the whole nine yards. Yep. You are a woman. <laughs> she blushes, which you can actually see now. Okay. She walks with a little bit of a sachet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's up? What's next? Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Uh, well, well, Brother Bjorn's going to head down this hallway and kind of check out what's down here and kind of peek his head um, to both sides before he hops out there because he's a okay. little suspicious. Sure. And, and you look, and, 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 and you know, when you look to the right, you can see down there it looks like uh, it just comes to an end, like there's a, a, been another collapse. Um, and, but, but still, you know, the rest of the hall looks... Very nice, but you don't see anything else in the halls. You you don't see any people. You don't see any uh, tables. You don't see any dirt. Um, it's it's actually kind of shockingly 
shockingly clean. You're wondering, you might might be wondering why it's so clean in this in this place, but it's it's very very clean. And and Sophia, if she goes up there, you'll see to the left. It's it's the same way. It just goes not not very far, and then there's a big a big cave in. Looks like uh, a lot of damage in that in that particular hallway. Is it clear how far back this is caved in? Like, is there any is there any way to tell how deep the rocks might go? Uh, not really. Uh, I mean, it's just a big, it's a big pile of rocks. So very clearly, the ceiling. You know, where where you're at now, you have nice rounded ceilings, and and it's. I mean, this is very. Uh, and, and in fact, if, if you recognized it, you would you would realize that the the ceilings are all uh, green marble. Uh, the floors are this very nice polished stone. Everything's you know very nice. But when you go look back there, it looks like everything's just completely collapsed. The the ceiling's crushed in. So you know some, something pretty devastating has happened. So probably more than ten feet thick would be his guess. All right, good enough. Yeah, and and I think I do believe that. I think Brian, you failed on your D twelve roll, right? Uh, D twelve roll on the D twelve to to uh, not have to drop your stat to seven. I failed, and I succeeded on another. Oh, you did. Okay, well then, then that's great. So, uh, Brian, uh, roll a d20. Okay, good. Uh, so, uh, where are you headed? Jordan is continuing down the path, um, and then each time he gets when he gets here, he's not quite as nervous because he hasn't seen any real signs of life here but he's just going to take a peek out into this keyhole and and kind of see what he sees okay and and you see you know in a, a hallway and it looks like it opens up into some kind of a room you're not from from where you're at you're not exactly sure what it is Do we hear anything like it's, it's actually, machinery or anything it's it's actually some faint noises. You're not sure where it's coming from, but you do you do hear some faint noises. Uh, if you want to roll a perception check, we can look at that a little bit further. Yeah, yeah, you do you do hear that? It sounds like some some noises, uh, really from two directions. It's kind of strange. One of them is from straight in front of you. Sounds like there's something going on, but then just just from the walls, you can hear some kind of little like a little rumbling sound in the walls. Uh, especially as you walk down uh, for, further down this hallway, you start hearing a few sounds in the walls. Mm. Hey guys, I I think there's something in the walls. I I would be careful walking. Uh, well, maybe we should walk in the middle of the hallway and as far from the walls as possible. In fact, um, Sylvie, Sylvie, could you let me down, please? And uh, okay. he, he's. I suggest that we belly crawl forward in case something is going to shoot out of the walls and attack us. Everyone well, on your bellies. Well, it's not coming from the floor. It's coming from the walls. Isn't this that seismic activity we were told of? Well, it, it might be. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if Baphnis gets on the floor, yeah, uh, he's, he's gonna he's he's gonna see this strange creature. 
uh, that, that that he hadn't noticed. It's it's not very big. It's 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 pretty small, but and it, it looks essentially like a spider, except for that instead of being a normal spider, it actually has little mechanical legs, um, and it looks like it's a it's made of some sort of a clockwork stuff similar to the beetle that used to be hanging around with you, but you haven't actually seen the beetle recently. You realize suddenly. Uh, no one's asked about it for a while, but uh, it seems to have disappeared. You're not sure what happened to it. Hey guys, there's a there's a, a, a robot spider down here. It's uh, it's really interesting. Yeah, the robot spider is into softcore porn. Yeah, keep <laughs> uh, uh, Maybe we should see if it if it's friends with that uh, that <clears throat> bug that we brought with us. Can, here, uh, here, take this, and he's gonna try to pick it up and. Uh, and whoever has the, the beetle, let's put them together. Ah, uh, I haven't seen that guy in a while. What? I, I'm not in charge of that. I delegated that duty to the rest of you. Well, I've been carrying you, so I'm well, that, That's for your own protection, as you know. I know. Uh, can he pick the spider up, or is it going to bite him? Oh, sure. sure okay. can pick it up. He's going to pick it up, and, and he's just holding it out for whoever has the beetle. And it, it'll actually, so so you, you didn't, Bathness didn't get in, into any of the bass, correct? No, he did not. Yeah, it, you're going to notice that this thing, it, it'll start to skitter up your arm, and it'll it'll start picking off little uh, bits of dirt that might be on your, on your clothes. Um, and uh, sort of crushes them up, and they just kind of they kind of disappear. And, and, and actually, if if you let it, it'll it'll clean the sleeve of your of your shirt very quickly. And and suddenly your your shirt is back to being almost like brand new. It's it's in very good shape. He's gonna look. I at the told you you could use a bat. He's gonna look at the <laughs> floor again, and is it like sparkly clean? It's very clean. It's it's just amazing oh. how clean this place is. I believe that this is some sort of self-cleaning device for the the, the floors here. Uh, that I think it just cleans this place. There's probably thousands of them all over the place, just cleaning and cleaning for for millennia or for a century, however long this guy's been dead. <laughs> yeah, sounds like a maid bot. Yeah, and, and, and if you look around, you you will see another one Make or two. Us. You, you probably won't see thousands of them, but you will see them uh, around every once in a while. And they, that, that's exactly what it seems that they be their their sort of uh, the cleaners. They go around and keep this place spotless. It's pretty amazing. So, is anybody going down to the right, or are you going straight? What are you doing? Uh, I think Bjorn probably would go ahead and go far enough, uh, just to the point where he could see the back of that room. Sure, and and you'll go down, and and this is an absolutely perfectly round room. It's it, it's very smooth. Um, the the the, whole, the walls are are you know beautiful, um, but the, it's completely empty. There's absolutely nothing in this room. Uh, you might spot a spider running along the edge of the wall somewhere, but uh, other than that, it's it's completely empty. You come back and rejoin everyone. Okay. So uh, I, I Salveris had like kind of stayed within 
half a round of movement to him. So 15 feet or so away at most point. Okay. So, so as you make your way on down the hall, uh, you, you'll hear a little bit more noise. It's not, it's not overly noisy, but you'll hear some clicking sounds and you'll hear some rumbling sounds. But it, it, you know, it, it's it's kind of a gentle feel to it. It's it doesn't it doesn't seem harsh and it doesn't seem like it's a violent thing. It's just a, it's it's actually kind of pleasant. It's it's uh, almost hypnotic. It's a very calming sensation. Indeed. And if Go you make your way into this room and oops. And if you if you make your way a little bit further along and, and take a look in this room, this is gonna be the largest room that you've seen by far. Wow, this is the largest room I've seen by far. <laughs> and uh, it's actually very well lit. So the the sort of the lighting elements that you've been seeing in, in other rooms. Um uh, are, are much much more uh, prevalent here, and, and you're going to see some uh, some little grates on the floor. You're going you're going to see uh, some benches along the side. This this looks like it's a uh, kind of a working working room. Um, and if you look across, you'll see this strange uh, thing in the floor with four arms sticking up. And there, these are large large arms. Um, but it's very shiny. Looks very nice, very clean. But you're you're not too sure what it is necessarily. It just seems like a, you know, some sort of a lever. You're not. You don't know why it might be there. So I think he'd end up coming up because now his interest is definitely peaked, and he just wants yeah. to get a better look at this uh, this whole situation. Sure. And and as you get up closer, you'll realize that there's a section of the floor that. Um, it looks like there's no floor there. It look, looks like, you know, that it's just, it's just an open pit or something. Um, and you'll see these large uh, gears and they're turning um, and they're not turning very fast, but they're, they're definitely turning and uh, they're not very noisy. Again, it's, it's, it seems very quiet, especially for something that's been sitting here a long time. Um, but if you look closely and, and, and give, give me a, a perception <clears throat> check. Right. So as he's looking, he's going to turn back to everyone and say, hey, I think this is where they throw all the garbage. It looks like it chews it up. Check it out. So, so you're going to notice just a little a little reflection um, at the level of the floor above these gears. And, and if you reach down and, and like you're going to throw some garbage into your into the pit, you'll realize that there's actually a, a transparent covering over this. And, and uh, so, so even though it looks like a pit, uh, you, can, you can see through it, but um, it's, there's a solid, solid surface there. Uh, Laxlith, um, give, me, give me a perception check. Okay, so you're 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 kind of looking around, and you, you notice at the far end, there's there's a little bit of a glow coming from some, some something at the far end of the room. You're not not too sure what it is, um, and and if you if you decide to go check it out, you might be able to get a better sense of it. But you you definitely notice that there's some some kind of a an orange glow. 
gonna say there's a bright glowy thing and then start walking over towards it. Okay. And and when you when you get up close to the uh, to the where the gears are um, in the, in the floor, you'll you'll see that you can you can actually kind of put your foot over there. And it's, it's very solid. Um, and when you get up about where where you're at now, you'll see that in those little alcoves on the left and right, you'll see some large. Uh, they, they, they look like. Uh, they, they they to be honest, they look like really large coffins, uh, but they're made of stone. And uh, there's something inside them that's causing this orange glow, but it, it and and it's generating a little bit of heat, not not terrible amount of heat, but it's it's it's, it's there's definitely something odd about it. Um, and and as you get up there, you're gonna have to have to look over towards that little alcove at the very top of the room, and you'll notice that inside there, um, and I don't have this on the map, but in, inside there, you'll notice that there's a very large clock face. And you may or may not be terribly familiar with clocks, but I, you know, I, I think they're probably not that uncommon in this area. And you'll see that this this particular clock face has a, a, a minute hand and a, an hour hand on it that are, are are moving. You'll see them, you know, tick along every every little bit. Um, it's very very ornate, um, and it's. It, strikes you that perhaps maybe somehow these gears and this this room have something to do with that clock. So what what's everyone going to do here? Baphnis is going to finish the book about the forge. Ah. So if he, he reads that book about the forge, he's going to find out that um, beyond the room that had the lake in it, there's actually an area that leads to a forge of some sort. Um, and it's, it's not terribly clear from the book exactly how the forge works or what it's for, but it seems to have some magic magic element to it um, that uh, uh, this wizard used this forge to do do some, some sort of magical work. You're not sure what it is, though. It's a little, it's a, some language that's a little unusual and and kind of kind of unique to the type of magic that this uh, this wizard was using so he'll he'll note that so at a later date he can explore that forge area sure but not in the next 20 minutes <laughs> yeah there's not a lot of, a lot of running back time <laughs> bridge is curious about this uh white box or pedestal Uh oh, just over here on the right. Yeah. Uh yeah, that that so so you'll you'll look at that and and it actually uh it's it's like a little table and it looks like it's uh, you would you would almost think there would be a chair there for somebody to sit in. Um and and if you look on that on that stand, you'll see um some what look like manuals, little books. Um and and you'll see in, inside those you'll see some diagrams that sort of look like the the, the big gears that you that are in this room, um, and you'll see uh, it, it looks like maybe instructions. Um, and interestingly, you'll actually when you take a look in there, you will see a specific document. And I'm trying to find it. Where did my document go? Shoot, where did my document go? 
Uh, I may have to go pull it in. I thought I had it in my... Oh, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Sorry. Okay. You will see this document. And let me share this with everybody. So I'll let you read that. And if anybody doesn't isn't able to read, I don't know if somebody else wants to read it to them. Hey, shush. I can read. I just can't read music. So that's <laughs> gobbledygook to me. Let's see. Uh, if I wasn't but, tired, I probably could tell you what it said truly. No, don't even fucking try. Don't. No, just don't. I mean, but because I'm like half asleep right now, I won't be able to read it. <laughs> yeah, it's a little late for, for a puzzle, but this is... <laughs> uh. That's all gobbledygook to me. All right. Both, I mean, at this point, both in a character and out of character, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, uh, if you need list. me to touch something dangerous, I will. <laughs> so that we, we, we could get through this. Laxlith, this, this is actually something that I thought you might have uh, a little bit of an insight on, at least on part of it. Does anything uh, ring a bell here for you? Is there a uh, typo um, in the final hour? Uh-oh, what did I say? Is that on purpose? Uh, that's a typo. Okay. Sorry about that. I thought that was going to imply something. Uh, word can be found in the first letters. I don't know what musical intervals are. Um. If nobody knows this, that, that's fine. Well, we'll, we'll, I, I thought, I thought uh, John might have, uh, because I know John plays the piano, so I thought this might. Yeah. Might, uh, I, normally, I would be able to, but my brain's just not, not, <laughs> not sure. in right is... now. So I was trained in music, and I'm I'm looking at this, and it's just gibberish to me right now. Sure, so, so this is straight up gobbledygook. So this symbol, this symbol is called it's showing something called the circle of fifths. So in in music, uh, um, it's a, it's a circle of fifths. So every if you if you play a tonic chord, um, yes. you you pay play a, a first third and a fifth. So the, as you go through the different keys of 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 the musical keys, um, you, you step through by fifths. So if you start at the top, the first note at the top is C, and then if you go up a fifth, that would be a G, and then if you go up another fifth, that would be a D, an A, and an E. So, and then the you letters, get to the sharps and flats. Yeah, the letters in the circle of fifths um, are are a key part of the puzzle. So. It says a word can be found in the first letters, the number of letters being the same as the interval of music itself. So the interval of music itself being the, the fifths, the circle of fifths. 
So there's a word to, to be found in the first five letters of that, uh, that circle, starting with a C, G, D, A, and E. Caged. Ah, very good. So, Laxlith, you were up at the towards the front of the, or the, the, the north side, we'll say, of the building. Um, when you were looking at that, and I, I mentioned that you saw a clock, um, it turns out that right across the front of that alcove, there's a, a, a strange metal uh, set of bars, and it has a locking mechanism on it. Uh, and it looks like if you were to try to get in to look at that, that uh, uh, clock more closely, that you would have to somehow open that. Now, I don't know if somebody wants to go up there and take a closer mm -hmm. look at that um, and see what they, what, what they might see up there. I'll go investigate it. Okay. I mean, that's better than me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, when you get up there, you'll see that the, this ornate clock um, has uh, uh, you know, just beautiful golden um, uh, uh, numbers on it, and, and the, all of the, the gears and things like that in this clock are all made of gold. But the hour hand is not made of gold. And in fact, it seems to be made of wood, and it, it kind of looks out of place um, because it doesn't look as much like a typical hand on a clock. It looks a lot more like a wand that uh, you might possibly be looking for. Ah. I don't know if that's what we're looking for, though. Sophia would um, see that it doesn't really go with it. And call back. I think we found the wand. So the puzzle is a puzzle to say, how do you get, how do you open this cage? So you've solved the cage <laughs> part. How do you get inside the cage to get to the wand or to, to do maintenance on this, this clock system? You punch it really hard. <laughs> so you have to look at the second paragraph and I, I can just give this since we're running out of time if you want I may, I may have made this too start with the first hour so start with one no C A G D would be the 12 C's the 12 you multiply the primes for the second hour so you so you have to pick so up the digits A. Which is three. What what are, what are the digits that correspond to the uh, the 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 clue that you discovered? Uh, Twelve three one four two. Okay. So now Dave can help with this part. In there. Is Baffin is still in there? Well, one, two, and three are primes. So six. Is one technically a prime, Dave? Or have we lost you? Either way, you get six. Uh oh. I oh, I've been know. talking a lot. I've been <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, one's not prime. Yep. And the rest of the final are. So you start with the first, the, where the first letter is, which is at 12. 12. 
So then where you go? Six. And five. Exactly. So then it then it says set a clock in that order to open the door to time itself. So now you just need to figure out how to set the clock. The twelve, six, and five. So like twelve thirty and twenty five seconds. You need to read I that think... a little, little more closely. Set the clock in there. So set it to twelve, set it to six, and then set it to five. Exactly. But we, uh, we, what do we have to use as hands? The wand. We need two hands. Well, if we're just changing hours, maybe. I don't know. But you can't you can't get in to get to the clock, so you need to find a way. How how would you set the clock in this room? Oh, the clock up at the top of the room. Yes. Yeah, I, I should have I should have drawn something for this for the clock at the I top. There was Sorry. a clock here on this map. So um, turn thing right. So Bjorn is standing here next to this uh, this thing with the four arms sticking out of it, and I feel like. He's gonna kind of lean on it and just see if it's if it starts to turn at all. Yep. Okay. And uh, you you do. And interestingly, as soon as you start pushing that, the gears that you see in the bottom of the floor they stop temporarily. And uh, if uh, uh, Laxleth is still up there in the front, I think when you'll see when when uh, uh, Brother Bjorn starts to move that, you'll see that the clock hands start moving. Yeah, he'll just shout that out to the rest of the party real quick. So what's a clock? <laughs> it's like a really complicated sundial. Oh, Bridget takes a seat. On one of those crates on the left. <laughs> so, if you if you if you turn the, the the crank, you can set the clock. So so in order to get in, that's your task. Crank it to twelve. Crank it to six. Crank it to five. All right. So you you leaving the Bjorn to do this all on his own? Yeah, because. Uh... Fucking. Uh, so the wizard will Bridget direct him. Playing patty cake. <laughs> okay. Oh, we have, so, to, we have to move something. <laughs> we're equally. Hey, go I will. I will embiggen him so that he becomes a big halfling and has advantage on strength checks. All right. Are, aren't you a clocky type wizard? Can't you just tell them what to do? <laughs> He's good with clocks. But uh, I don't know. <laughs> they so might not turn, know how to set. You turn Brother Bjorn from a halfling into a holeling? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's right. A doubling. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so let's assume that you were able to, to figure out that you can turn the, the crank one way or the other. You set the clock to midnight, and then you turn it, and then you set it to six. And then you turn it again and you set it to five. At that point in time, the cage in front of the 
uh, or around the, the clock in the, in, in the front uh, opens up and uh, you're able to, to go in. So is anyone going to go in? Oh, definitely. The cage down here at the bottom, right? Oh no, sorry. It's the it's it's up at the top. So oh. where where it looks like a drain. Yeah, I, I should have drawn something on there. I just ran out of time. I was messing around with this map, and I finally got it. And I, yeah, I gave go up with. on. Bridget will go with as a guard. Okay. So if you, Bridget you... moves, then Sylvanas will move also. Okay. So you can go in there I and now. As we hang back and play patty cake, the choice is yours. <laughs> so, so you you can see the clock, and it's it's currently stopped because you've been you've been adjusting it. So essentially, what you've done is open the clock up for for maintenance or the this area for maintenance, and now you can actually reach up because it's not very far high up. This this isn't the clock tower clock. This is actually uh, another clock that's driven by the same same system. So you can reach up and. Uh, try to take the uh, the wand that's being used for the hour hand or whatever you want to do. I think he would probably, uh, is it within reach or is it something where he needs to kind of climb up there to get to it? Yep, yeah, it's, it's not it's not high at all. You can, you can reach it pretty easily. All right, well, I think you'd go ahead and, uh, and say, well, I think this is another, another mission accomplished. And he'd just try and grab the wand and hop back down. Okay, and when you grab the wand, um, you die suddenly... from a giant bolt of lightning. <laughs> oh, well, that's an interesting, interesting comment. So suddenly, and uh, Dang it! We, have to, we, have, we have to decide what we want to do. Suddenly, um, several. Oh, I need to identify these things. Several things magically <laughs> appear in uh, in this <laughs> clock control tower. Um, and you guys have to figure out what you're going to do. If anybody asks me, I say we run. Yes, I would, Max would agree with that. Okay. Let's use the wand. Running sounds good. Didn't he say there was one charge in the wand we could use? There is indeed. So I feel like so I think that uh, Brother Bjorn would grab this wand and immediately turn and hand it to Baphnis and say, hey man, this is your bag of tricks, not mine. Baphnis is on mute again, I think. Oh, he is. Uh, 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 very well. Uh, uh, do I know what this thing does? Nope. Nope. Ah, <laughs> uh, I I guess he's just gonna wave it and uh, un unleash whatever's in there because he's really scared. All right. And as soon as you do that, um, you feel a huge amount of power from this wand going out, much more than than you would be able to to generate yourself, certainly. Um, and everyone else in the this room including the golems uh, and, and, and those are actually uh they're clay golems but they're, they're they're supposed to be clockwork golems but i didn't have a good way to set those up so the <laughs> these these two golems and these other creatures in, in the room 
everything stops. The clock is not running. Um, no one is moving. Time seems to have stopped. And in fact, you have cast uh, a ninth level spell. What do you want to do? Run. But it's only me, right? Or hey, is the whole... Bantus is on his own at the moment. Bantus, all right. Uh, how long? I don't know this spell. I've never played it ninth level. I don't know how long it lasts. It's okay. Just run the fuck out of there. But it's just me. That's not good. Get out of Dodge. Destroy the golems. Oh, I probably could. Do I have enough? I need to, I need to read the spell to see what I have time to do. How so, long does this last, Dave? So I believe it lasts for uh, a number of turns. So you need to roll a 1d4. It doesn't last very long. So you roll. Oh. This, 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 I, I thought everybody would be sort of familiar with the spell because um, it was used. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just didn't remember how many turns it lasted. Yep. So, all right. So it's got three. I could take three turns in a row taking uh, actions as normal. Yep. Oh, great. But okay. If you attack um, something, it comes out of its thing. Exactly. Well, get us out of our things. <laughs> My I mean, bed, I we'll come you with you. I don't have a great use for this, honestly. Uh, I well, I, I could get away. <laughs> well, yep. Smack my ass. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I might have something. Uh, okay. I only have one spell slot above second level left. So that's a problem. Uh, okay. Well, Baphnis is going to do a couple of things. If I've got three turns, um, one of them is probably going to be useless. But can he squish them together into a 10 foot yeah they would fit inside of that just about anyway let me try this i could get i can get everybody in that right if i maybe maybe i have to push bjorn a little i think so all right he's gonna um that's gonna be part of what he's gonna do Delvin's all the way at the bottom of the room, unless yep. that's not where he stayed. Yeah, but you like bad decisions. That's on you. Oh, Delvin, Delvin, Delvin. Okay, I got a plan for Delvin. Don't uh, worry about. Don't worry about me. I'll be fine. He, he's only right next to two two giant spiders. We've uh, got a plan, D. Actually, <laughs> I have to touch him to do this plan, so that's really not going to work. Uh, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. He's just going to yell, "I'm sorry, Delvin," and. uh and yeah, he's gonna cast Leoman's tiny hut around all of us, so we have eight hours to figure out what the heck to do. <laughs> Over these next eight hours, I drink copiously. Uh, I don't know that I have anything else good to do on the rest of these turns. Um, is there anything I could throw at? Uh... Ooh, what's the range on this? Oh, no, it's touch too. I thought I had something that had a 30-foot range that I could do. Uh, yes, I do. 
He's going to run forward and cast enlarge on Devlin so that he's a big boy. And uh, and then he'll no dang it that's I don't have spell slots for that. Never mind. I, I'm out. I'm sorry. You're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's he's getting in the hut with everybody else because I think he has to be in it for it to go up. So okay. Well, <laughs> I'm not sure what to do about that. I didn't I, I didn't necessarily plan for a, an eight hour extension. <laughs> Well, so, back so I would I would definitely move here and then run to here. And I know that that one thing would get an attack of opportunity on me. Yep. Uh, and then I would just totally cast spike growth throughout this entire area. I mean, you got eight hours to figure this out on your own. Well, I will say if you give me eight hours, I can long rest. And I can come back in invisibility every single person who's left in the party. Oh, I've got a potion of invisibility. Yes. No, I don't. That was my well, last I, game. I, have I a can of haste. I can invisible the whole party in eight hours. So mm -hmm. that's a possibility. Well, well are I'm these things going to leave us alone when they just see an opaque dome? <laughs> well, they can't do anything to it, right? Right, but they can't even see us in there. That's true. But they've got they've got Devlin to Delvin to do whatever they want. <laughs> yep, I think they're that's that's, that's, the, that's the sole sole target. But if he, if he if he gets a little jump start on them, uh, uh, he would have to roll initiative and see see where he came out. But uh, he he might he might be fine. He might get away. You do have a 25-foot chasm with a mostly broken bridge to get off uh, a way through. I yeah, mean, I don't think the wizard have something to throw at him. I don't think most of them would even get to me, honestly, through my spike growth. They're going to take 2d4 yep. damage every 5 feet of movement. Right. Yep. And, and the golems, just... the golems actually have some interesting limitations, so if you go through a door, so so notice that there were no doors anywhere in this section. But yeah. when you came up from, and I don't know if I pointed this out or not, but when you came up the stairs, I don't think I did actually because we jumped maps, but when you came up the stairs, there was a door from the, between the uh, the caverns and, and, and this area, uh, which totally makes sense, right? You wouldn't leave that open. But the golems won't go through a door, so, and they, they actually are, are limited there, so you would would fairly easily be able to get get away from them one way or the other. And I'm not sure. I'd have to th I'd have to think about how I would handle that. I, I think in eight hours. So, so the 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 key that released them is grabbing the wand. So in eight hours, uh, I think they probably would just return back to their their sleep state. So you probably could just walk out. Defeated by a tiny hut. Yep. <laughs> it's, Jason, it's Jason's favorite spell. Yep. That's why I asked about the that's why I asked about theory of rules earlier. Because yep. I was yep. building that list. Yep. So uh, I I guess well we would say you 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 got out. There would be some other areas of the uh, the caves that you might want to 
explore, but there's also the possibility of uh, of a uh, an earthquake. So that might have not been the best thing to do. But uh, I think that's I think that's it, guys. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I think no, that, that's... Ended, that ended weird, but <laughs> no, it was good. It was so, good. So the, the funny thing oh. is. So, so I, I I wasn't sure about the puzzle. I thought that might work, but the, the the funny thing is, I was expecting to have four of you turning the the crank, since there's four four arms to that. But nobody nobody wanted to go over and turn the thing to set the clock. So <laughs> I was expecting only two people to be up in the upper end, possibly, or or uh, because 